is intensifying. People are very passionate on both sides of the great mass debate. The partisan mass debate is heating up. Mass debate's growing. The president is trying to have us cover the mass debate. CBS, Target, and Walgreens are getting in on the mass debate. The mass debate now taking center stage at local restaurants. It's nine minutes after six now, and there's new video of a raging mass debate. <laughs> the mass debate in Georgia is getting ugly. The great mass debate in West Virginia might soon be coming to an end. This mass debate is far from over. How many mass debates have you gotten into? Love to hear it. The mass debate was taken to a whole nother level. Bishop David Zubik tells Pittsburgh's Action News 4 he found himself in the middle of a mass debate. We'll dive <laughs> deeper into this pet store mass debate. So we're going to begin with this thing we're calling the great mass debate. Is that real? It's just insane. It is. Like, I don't know how they get how they do it with a straight face. That's what I want to know. It's mad, and it? it's masturbate. I suppose it's like you know when someone makes it like Brexit or something, and then it sticks. It's like that, isn't it? The masturbate. The masturbate. But like, it looks yeah. legit. It does it look legit. People legit saying it, it's and like just got a straight face. It's like CBS News and Fox and all that. Yeah. Fair play to them. Yeah. Masturbate. The master. He found himself a, in the middle of a masturbate. There's a new video <laughs> of, a, of a rising of a raging masturbate. <laughs> 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 Sometimes I think that they're just playing games. Must, must I don't know. I, I think that's genuine. Well, do you remember that one about the uh, the pilots, the Chinese pilots that like they couldn't like land the plane or something, and they were getting like um, correspondence yeah. from the pilot, and the pilot was called like something wrong and things. something wrong. What? It crashed and everyone died, didn't it? Is and that what uh, happened? Yeah, yeah. And the and the the um, they named the crew. They they went. We got the names of the crew. Something. Something wrong, we too low, crash bang wallop or something. Oh my God. <laughs> something like that. It's Jesus. like the, the worst we get in this country is on the Bake Off and the, the Master Baker. Yeah. Oh no. Do you remember, um, uh, what was her name? Mrs. Merton. Carol, was it Carolina Hearn? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She used to do, let's have a master bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, she's doing that on purpose. She's when it's like, now. when you're like, you know, you're watching the Bake Off and they're like, the Master Bakers. I'm sure and you're like, yeah, she was <laughs> funny, wasn't she? Because um, she was um, is it Debbie um McGee? It was um, yeah, Paul Daniels. Yeah, yeah, she went. What what's attracted you to millionaire Paul Daniels? <laughs> 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 it's just brilliant. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's brilliant. That is. Uh, so attracted to this millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> this millionaire Paul Daniels. He's an old millionaire. He, he was man. a dick, wasn't he as well? Yeah. Did, did, did you see we him? What, uh, was it Louis Theroux? Did yeah, him? Louis yeah. when Louis met, met Paul. Yeah. And he yeah. seems. He used to whistle to her, didn't he? Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. He used to like call her over, didn't he? Like if they're in like a, like a public gathering. And Paul Daniels, he's like a magician in the UK. Was a magician in the UK, and he's a he's a sidekick. Not even a good one. Debbie like McGee, no, one. and his sidekick Debbie McGee would be, would be on stage and like pass him the guillotine that he's chopping someone up it's with. Probably why they and when they were in like public gatherings, apparently he used to whistle, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, to, to get, get her attention, like a fucking dog. Yeah. No, it's calm down, Paul. Dickhead. Yeah. Dickhead. So I was um, drive. I drove my van past you yesterday okay. again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you were coming towards me in yours, so I flashed my lights, wound the window down, put my hand out the window, fucking went. You wanker! Started giving you the V's, calling yeah. you, you know, giving you the wanker. You. No, and it wasn't Rob. <laughs> it was just this as this lady, this poor lady. <laughs> I've done it. I do it low. I've done it. I've done that to you before, like thinking it was you, and been like, I mean, in a much more sweet and you know nice manner. I've been like, hey, and waving, and then like, oh shit, that's no, not that poor lady. <laughs> <nice, laughs> this dude's just like, what the fuck? I hope you <laughs> carried it on. I'd have carried it on. I wouldn't. You know what? It's too late when the time she yeah, got close. Like when she go, fuck you. I'm beginning to wonder. You know, when like my tires get like slashed and stuff on my van, it might be from people that I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But honestly, like recently, we when we go out for walks and stuff, so many people beep and shout and say hey to us, and we're like, what? It's because who we're the famous. Fuck are you? Like, you're literally like, I, I don't know who you are. 
Someone walked, it was like we were walking the other day yeah. and a dude like crossed the road, oh, yeah. made a beeline for us and we were like, um, okay, what's this This like, what's this dude yeah, doing? Who is this guy? And then he just went, oh, all right, mate. Uh, intently uh, looking at me, going, oh, mate, all and right. Then, and and like, then like, oh, huh? I was all right. And we were like, no idea. Who are you? Who are you? Who the fuck are you? Like literally, it's happened like maybe five or six times. <laughs> Geezer rode past on a road bike, just screaming at the road. And on the other side, he went, he went past. He looked back, went, right, Tom. I was like, like, All right, Halloween. Uh, who's that? I went, no idea. No idea. <laughs> no idea. Not a clue. It's just the fame. It's all the fame from it's this. All the fame. It's yeah. People are knowing it. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> they're just guests. Every time they've <laughs> just guessed. Yeah. Right, guessed and the right name. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How's your week been, Rob? Really um, good. Grafting again. Yeah, covered always. in paint, man. Covered in paint. I'm always covered in bloody paint. I can't get it off. I clean it right. Now, most of the time it's on my elbows. And it's on well, you can't really see. I can't see it. <laughs> I don't know. Is there some on my elbows there? No, you're actually good. Oh, am I? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, no, but usually I can't elbows. see it. To be fair, actually, your skin's quite paint-free, but your clothes are... Yeah. Pretty covered in paint, like so especially yeah. your trousers. Do they ever get paint-free? That's it's over in it with clothes. It's oh, once it's no on point, there, it yeah. ain't coming off. Do you have like the old paint? Unless you get it straight away, it leaves like a stain. Even if you can get it off, yeah, yeah. You know I, I mean? think it's like only a, if you like wipe a it off. Stain. Yeah, if you wipe it off like immediately, you might get away with it. Mm. But like, I don't think Rob's bothered about wiping paint off. No, let's be honest. <laughs> Do you ever wear the old dungarees? I've got some. Do you yeah. wear them? Yeah, I've got some. I get um. The piss taken out of me because it looked like Mario, apparently. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not going to see that, yeah. <laughs> but um, they're not... I'm gonna, I am was going to dye them. Is it red or blue? He's uh, Red. Red. Is he red? red? He's got a blue shirt. Is he red? Is it a blue shirt? He's got a red hat. Yeah, red dungarees, blue shirt, I think. Fucking Mario. Mario. We'll have to get a And then the other guy's then. like yellow and blue. What, Luigi? Luigi. Gre- green, isn't it? Oh, no, green. Green and yellow? yellow yeah, he was. Cause oh, Luigi he's green, green. and yellow. Oh. Yellow and blue, isn't that um, the, the evil one? It's like Mario's Wario. Is that Wario? Something like that. Yeah. Wario. <laughs> Mario Kart was the bollocks, wasn't it? It was. It was, that was, was it so watched, good. I watched that Sonic film a few weeks that ago. That sounds awful oh, immediately. So Sonic the Hedgehog film. Nah, they, give me a pin. They remade it because people when people first saw the trailer, I was so astounded by the shit job they'd done at like uh, animating this sort of weird hybrid lifelike half Sonic weird. Thing that didn't look anything like Sonic, and they were like outraged. They were like, "Just make him look like Sonic! What the yeah. fuck's wrong with you?" So they, at some dude, like re um, reanimated the trailer to how it should be, and the film people did it. They okay, actually no. remade, just made it like re CGI'd the whole Sonic just to make just to make it look like more <laughs> like Sonic. Fuck, it sounds unbelievable, doesn't it? it sounds terrible. Why, d- a bit like why, why would you? Shit? Why would you like do something as iconic as Sonic, right, as a game, right? And not make it the person who's Sonic look like Sonic. Well, that's what I mean. Could be that's like Gary like, from down the, the road. Fu- yeah. What the fuck did you make Sonic look like Gary for? Yeah. Like, what did, did he literally looked like a Gary. Yeah. So it's like it's like if you got like Superman and then just redesigned him. It was yeah, like, like what the fuck? Like, this bitch ass Superman. Yeah. Think about the old one. So, Christopher yeah. Reeve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God. Did Christopher Reeve. On Chris the wings of love. I think. I can't remember. It was so long ago. It was. I loved that. Was a tragic, that'd be that a was cool tragic. fucking podcast. Tragic, yeah, wasn't that it? Was tra- horse riding, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. he broke his back falling off a horse. Well, and then I think he died. He lived Reeves. quite a long time uh, after that, but I think he died yeah, from did, like yeah. pneumonia. He got proper hawking, didn't he? He, he, like, did, yeah, he had like yeah, a, yeah. didn't he have a breathing tube. Yeah, he had like a hole, didn't he? Like in his neck or something. Broke his neck, yeah. Snapped his neck. Savage. I mean, it was an idiot mistake from Superman. I would have thought you would have known better than. Yeah, yeah. You know, better than to like get <laughs> yeah. break your back. Yeah, or, on a horse. On a horse. I mean, I mean the Jesus. man can fly and yeah. like run like like anywhere. It, was fit, a, it must have been wants. a kryptonite horse. Yeah, it must have been. It must have been. Must, yeah. And <laughs> then that's it. Fucked him, brother. <laughs> Proper <laughs> fucked. Have we got any shout outs, Hannah? 
think um, you've got a mad list, haven't you? I, yeah, I've got, uh, so we've got a new Patreon. <gasps> oh my God. Wait, 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 20 wait. grand? 30 grand? 40? Dollar, maybe? 50? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Re Ranson. Cheers, thank you for yeah. that. That's Lovely. very kind thank of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then we've got um, some, some new peoples following our social medias. So, we've got Frankie Durham. Nice. Where's um, he from? Durham. 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 Frankie Durham from Durham. Durham, 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 Durham. Durham, Durham. Uh, Pete Van Riot or Pete Van Reet, as I like to call him. See, the thing so is, I think, I think Pete Van Reet. he's either joined or liked or left and come back. Tell us, Pete. Feel, yeah, because I reckon I've, I've... You've heard that before? Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's accidentally... Or he might have followed, because some of these from Instagram, so he might have come from Facebook nah. to Instagram. Or he may have accidentally, because I've done it before, unclicked, unclicked the like and then you click like again straight away. Because you go, Maybe. oh shit. Possibly. Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> I've done that millions of times. Uh, Glenn Patrick, um, Jack Rushby, Mike Stevens, Craigos Johnson. <laughs> Craigos. Um, this one's really hard. Um, uh, Kai Anderson, and that's obviously his Instagram name. He's an artist. Very cool. Go check him out. And Chris Higgins. Chris Higgins, man. Sound round names ended off. Yeah. The Higster. Yeah, the Higster. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. We... Uh, had some nice dinners this week, didn't we? Oh, we did actually. What yeah. about you, Rob? What have you had for dinner? Do you have any techno on it, Rob? Yeah, I've always have techno on everything. Have you had yeah. it? Yeah, what, yeah we've got my techno. What? It was um, the you triple got black, X, didn't you? The triple X one, yeah. It's nice. Oh, you got oh that right? No, I have a story, but about that. But but with me, I like them hotter, don't I? So yeah, it's, true. It's hot, but it's for me. It's like I'm, I've got like a thermonuclear mouth. You do. I, so. <laughs> How, however, um, I, I mean, we made some banging mac and cheese, which I actually tagged. El Yucateco in <laughs> yeah. in a story this week and we use the chipotle which is not very spicy at all no 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 I think you're probably fine it's called chipotle chipotle <laughs> we use the chipotle um, <laughs> which which is like quite like it's got like a sweet flavour it was quite fruity isn't it um, but yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it went like super good on mac and cheese I'll mm-hmm. definitely make mac and cheese forever and a day with the chipotle uh, hot sauce but I also ordered what I thought was the Caribbean sauce and yeah, yeah, that was one of the first uh, ones, yeah. I, it came through the post along with all the mad mini Teco bottles we Have bought. Have seen them? They're wicked. We'll show no, you. No, no, I haven't seen yeah, them. Yeah, we'll get bags we'll show of minis. You. Yeah, bags of minis. For these lucky bastards. Um, yeah. But I ordered it as as I was ordering those. I was like, oh, I'll order a bottle of this ca- the Caribbean just because we're getting slowly but surely through all the flavours. Mm. And which is kind of in the mid range, I think, of their kind of Scoville scale. But and I, Tom had a bag of crisps. I was like, give me a crisp. I want to try it. Promptly poured quite a big bo- dollop on there. Turns <laughs> out I'd bought the triple X. Uh, <laughs> it burn your mouth. face off. <laughs> yeah, yes. it wasn't too. Actually, wasn't too bad. Like uh, like you say, it's like not so. It's, by it's, surprise. it's not like. But like they say, it's a king of flavors. It's, it's not like battery acid. That's no, like there's those nice. sources <laughs> that just like are there just to like fuck you in the face yeah, and yeah, in the yeah. ass. Like yeah, yeah. you get some really aggressive yeah. sources. Yeah, that yeah like there's no purpose you literally yeah. other than to like assault your mouth and like taste like battery acid. This actually like tastes really good. It's not so. Yeah, that's you can't what I mean. taste it it's yeah. great it's because because I've got kind of a high um, spice espresso hold espresso hold espresso hold when you taste some of these hot so- really hot sauces or meant to be mega hot sauces yeah. because I'm quite I'm used to it I can taste it more, so it, it doesn't burn me as them, much. And some, some of them, them are just, awful. Some, some of them, them just like that. Taste like, awful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what are you finding about the teco then that you're having? Teco's re- really nice. It's Honestly, it's really full of flavour. Full like of flavour. It, it is. Ta- it, I mean, the thing was, I wasn't anticipating it to be that spicy, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> it was not so bad that I was, 
you That's know. only because you got the triple X one though. Yeah, yeah. So well. without realising, I'm gonna start putting it on like ice cream <laughs> and stuff. I put <laughs> it on every, everything. Everything I have. Ev- I'm gonna have a taco sandwich. Yeah. Taco sandwich. Yeah. Taco sauce well, t- sandwich. Tom, you're a fan of a condiment sandwich, anyway, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yes, I when have we, been. When known. we kind of run out of food, yeah. like and in the fridge, like things like to put on a sandwich, like cheese and ham or whatever, Tom then just goes to the uh, pantry or the the cupboard with all the sauces <laughs> in and just makes a condiment sauce sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> yeah, sauce well, sandwich. Yeah, like a, you know, put some mustard on there, maybe a bit of mint sauce. Yep. It's so a bit sounds of like a horror movie to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because you hate condiments, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so social wise, if you like, uh, want to go and see some El Yucateco shit going on, go over to El Yucateco official on Facebook. Get tagging. Or at, and get tagging over there. And also at El Yucateco underscore hot sauce on Instagram. Give them a follow, go and comment, add, you know, tag us in the comments so we know you've been there. Um, there's some great stuff going on over there. They've got drinks, recipes, merch, sort of posts, uh, links to all their you know the shit that they do the and shiznies. their shops yes, and things ma'am. they also actually have a youtube channel uh which is just el yucateco so if you go into youtube and type in el yucateco they have some um some cr- like mad recipes over there get your learn um i went and watched a couple the other day uh one particularly because i saw it on instagram and it was like a, a chipotle infused burger uh, it's, it's chipotle it's chipotle <laughs> infused burger right. and it was it looked so amaz- amazing i was like i'm gonna go check out the full yeah that video. looked amazing it did look so good so i Come went on over to the youtube time. channel and you get like the full recipe like this there's a n- nice dude there telling you how to do it all so cool go on over there as well because yeah. that's quite new i think for them so get, get inspired um we have the giveaway winner this giveaway winner is a special one. The, yeah, what's like it, the Teco Champ of the Week? Teco, Teco Champ of the Week! Is Steve Bostock. Bostock. Sorry if I said your name wrong, mate. I think it's Bostock. Bostock? You call Buffin on Instagram. That's you can call, call him anything you like. Call him Alan Partridge. He knows who he is now. So, yeah, he wins this week because. He continually um, interacts with our posts, our shares. He shares every single fucking thing we post. And not only the giveaway stuff, but like, and he's like the episodes. He's like always the first he's, one to share. He said, it. "I'm going to spam the life he's out of you spamming and Teco this week." And, he and did, the thing yeah. is, uh, so I said, I said this to Tom. We'll get have to spamming. reach out to him, um, so you know he can get his address for the, to send him his stuff. And although I feel like he will have listened to this episode before we release it, and he'll have sent us his address yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he probably, yeah, he probably. Because he said last night, it was like, "Where's like, where's waiting on the episode? Where is it?" it is, I was yeah. like, "It's legit, <laughs> legit." Like he'll like immediately know. As soon as he's a quantum Steve, he's yeah, super yeah. positioned. He can be in the past and the future yeah. and the present. He's already, he's already everywhere sent us his and address. nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that. Did you say? Um, did you say he's he's got some already sourced or anything like that? No, no, no. no, no? no. No, right, okay. I thought if you said he had sauce as well. No, he d- he's, he's like had shout outs and stuff before. Oh, right, okay. From us, um, because like I say, he's always like super, yeah, super yeah. in there to interact. Um, like every day. Like like he, he, even on my personal you. account, he's like, he's always... Sends your willy pictures. <laughs> sends <laughs> willy pictures. Yeah, no. <laughs> he's just literally, he's everywhere. Yeah, he's, yeah. All, he's, he's, all, everywhere. he's all encompassing. He is the universe. <laughs> he is the universe. Send us your dates, mate. We'll get it all sent out to you. He's probably going to have a sort of mini... Meltdown. Ejaculation over all that, isn't he? <laughs> he, can join, he can join the master bank, can't he? <laughs> yeah, he yeah. can, yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> take a picture and tag. A raging Teco. master bank. I'm sure they'd love to see that. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll send that to you, mate. And, and we do sticker winners at the end anyway, yeah, don't we? Yeah, we've got, we got a sticker winner coming up as well toward the end of the episode. Um, but we'll post again a new, a, a new giveaway on Monday, as usual. Yes. 
So rock and roll. And we're also on oh. the Podbelly Network. We are. Oh well, I was going to get to that. Shout <laughs> I've got my I've got my watch and listen list. Don't you worry. Um, so a couple of things to watch are the Umbrella Academy, which is something that is just released their second season on Netflix. Um, I haven't watched the second season yet, but the first one was pretty cool, which is like about like a little band of superheroes, but they're kind of really like clumsy and like a oh bit right. shit. It's like, it's like a comedy version. <laughs> it's like a comedy version, right. like they're a bit rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like if I was a superhero. And, um, and then Everest, which is also on Netflix. Is that Ooh. about uh, the drink? Yes, it is. Drink, yes. Drink, yes. Drink yes. The water. Drink the, how, the how water. To, how yeah. to bottle the water. Everest. Yeah. How it's, like <laughs> how it's made. Well, it comes from the mountain. It goes down the stream and it goes in this bottle. Yeah. And we sell it to you for four quid. You've done <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you could just go to the mountain and get it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Get out the tap, man. Just get out the fucking tap. Yeah, yeah. Just get the tap. Yeah, yeah. And it's got chemicals which helped you. Yeah, yeah. It's clean. Um, so listens, we've got this week, uh, Nerds on Topic. Oh, yes. And Ket and Kim Stay Alive, maybe podcast, which, of course, are part of the Podbelly Network, as we are, and proud members of too. I mean, just go on over there. Yeah, check, check out. It out. It's there's so many the, podcasts on yeah, there. Yeah, there's loads on there. The network tab is the place to be. Um, if you want to go and give them some love on Instagram, yeah, please do. Podbelly, please do that as well as Techo because that as well for the Techo giveaway. Yeah, like the thing is the you know Podbelly is part of the reason why we got Techo on board. So yeah, yeah. go and give them some love, man, because they yeah, deserve it. Absolutely. And uh, just again, just give us a tag in the yep. comments. And we'll know you've been there and we can... We can go ah, out. We can go put mm, you on the tick list. Put you on the list of people tick that are doing yeah, the right shit one. at the right tick time. Just get on there. <laughs> Just do it. Get, get, it. get in there. And that's it. That's it. Tom's, oh. Tom's always looking at me like, are you done yet? Are oh, no, you no, done no. Yet? I'm just done You're directing me. I'm just waiting for you to direct me. Yeah, we're done. We're done. All right. We're done. Let's get on with it. Nearly died. Yeah, yeah. Just, just coughed, coughed his like eyes out of his coughed, head. He coughed like he did inward cough. It was. It was like it was, <laughs> it was strange. Even it was like a irreversible thing that I, I couldn't, couldn't change. Undo it. it. Yeah, no, once it, it started, just, it was that was it. Yeah, it's like when you do a hiccup and a burp at the same time. That's oh, yeah. confusing. Do you know it hurts as well. Like yeah, that really it feels like <laughs> yeah. it, can, it, feels, it feels like my chest is like about to explode. I yeah. once, I once was, um, you know, when you do exams in, uh, you know, GCSEs and <laughs> Not stuff. Not really. Well, I remember being in, in your, like, they line you up in, like, tra- tra- like lines and lines and lines of, of tables in, like, the sports hall. Is that, it's like a concentration like they, they, Yeah, like, they don't, you don't just get to them in the classroom. You've got to sit with every other fucker in this massive room all, like, together. Yeah. And I needed to sneeze. And I've never been able to do silent <laughs> sneezing. And because of so many, it was sneezer. like it was, like, a really silent, you know, exam situation, I was like... I can't really do a really lo- loud sneeze. So I did try to do this sneeze quietly and it this, the resulting noise <laughs> made, made literally every single face. Turn around 500 <laughs> people in there. Like, what the so fuck was, was like, that? What, I might as well have just <laughs> sneezed. I just made this awful noise. And every, like if I just sneezed normally, people would probably ignore me. But because I tried to <laughs> cover it up. It changed it all around. It made it such a weird noise. Every, every single person looked at me and I was just went bright red. I know someone who sneezes, and the only way of describing it, it sounds like a hyena. You know, like the laugh from a hyena. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. It's it's 
it's bad. I know people who can't who have to do like twelve sneezes in a row before they can like really. I, 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 I yeah. people look at the sun and make them sneeze. I can't. What's wrong with you? Yeah, like my sister's like that. She looks at the sun and it makes her sneeze. Don't get it. It's odd. Yeah. I suppose staring at a nuclear reactor well, in the sky will do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> no, what what would happen to me? It would burn my eyes out. Yeah, yeah, true. but most people, yeah. Anyway, Madness. anyway, it's a bit of a random. <laughs> Good bit of sneezing. Good bit of sneezing. Anyway, so today, uh, in a today's episode, we're going to talk about mountains. <laughs> mountains. 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 <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't know why I put a stupid voice on. Like I listen back you to that stupid stuff voice on. And. I, I cringe because that sounds awful. You do, anyway. you do some. This, oh, yeah, you do. So yeah, today's episode we're talking <laughs> about mountains and specifically the two highest mountains uh, in the world, nice. Everest and K two. K two. So I do love a bit of science. Sounds like a star. That does. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, and uh, and geology. Like I'm a bit into those things. Yeah. Um. I also have this weird fascination, and actually, the reason I recommended the film Everest because I watched that film, which is kind of based on a true event, and I was just like in awe. And just like a bit like, and I went on this weird mad spree of watching. Yeah, all it was like weird that because it's like we st- watched Everest and this is a while back. Ages ago, And yeah. then she just went mad for it, I was like, properly mad for it. Like, like she didn't really like realise that she like yeah. mountaineering stories. And I found like a, three or four different kind of documentaries and things on Netflix at the time to, to watch. And I just... This it's like, it's like this, you know, when you like drive past mountaineering a car, corn, cra- car crash mm. and you like can't help but look at it. It's the it's savage like, nature yeah. of it. Savage, so savage, and like, like no escape. Like this weird because I would never do it. Like I wouldn't. It, in my mind, it's just madness to like even try. But I get why people are so. Like, yeah, yeah, in, I understand it. I get it, it. To me, it's like it's like why do people go to the moon? Why do people go to the bottom of the sea? Why do they go to yeah. the tops? It's it's exploration, it's, yeah. human yeah, exploration. Yeah. But I think with mountaineering, us, I think it's like it's also just like an achievement, isn't it? So if yeah. you're if you're a climber and you've achieved these things. Um, it's obviously you get like mad props from people from yeah. like, yeah, shit, you climb out of here. It's that's mad. Like Wim Hof did it in his underpants or something mad yeah. like that. <coughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, you hear mad <laughs> stories, don't you? And obviously, because people die quite regularly, don't they? You know what I mean? Well, um, this is kind of, so this is kind of why I was going to, I'm like, kind of, it's, I'm calling the episode Everest versus K2, and it's kind of pitting which mountain, one mountain against the other mm-hmm. to see which one is it's most the deadly. Ultimate. Which the is ultimate the killer. ultimate killer, yeah. But it's, it's, um, it's, it's funny because they use, because they don't take the bodies down, do they? Most of the time, no, yeah. Um, and people use them as like, like um, Mark- pinpoints and well, markers, don't they? Yeah, it's interesting <laughs> you say that because yeah, later on, let's go and see old red. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. meet you by old red. <coughs> yeah, and so yeah. geezer with like a red trainer on. Or yeah, something. by the purple yeah. helmet. Yeah, I, actually, nice dick. actually, <laughs> he's got a purple helmet. You're on. very, very <laughs> astutely right, but it's the guys called it's the green boots. Oh, is it green yeah. boots? Why has he got green boots? He's got green boots on. Oh. I'm surprised no one took them. Yeah, I would, I would have gone on this. Nah, I think the I'll people people are climbing Slick that. They're like, do you know what I would have done? They're I not. They they ain't in it. They're up there and they're respectful. Do you know what I do? I take it off and put sandals on. Someone's come up here with sandals. When do we fucking die? The thing is, like, the people are madly like preserved up there because of the yeah. cold. Mm. So and dry. The, and, and it's so, yeah, like, atmosphere thinner. Uh, yeah, it's just like the mad situation that they're like <laughs> preserved in a crazy way. But you see, like you see this, like if exposed skin does tend to like get Go blasted off, doesn't it, by the uh, Bleached white, and it like over time, like I'm guessing, like when winds blow in. It's particles and it's like being sandblasted, isn't it? Yeah. Bits of fucking skin and eyeballs and shit start coming out. <laughs> Mad, isn't it? So yeah. Anyway, this kind of weird fascination I had, I was like quite interested to find out because I know more about Everest than K2, to be honest. Mm. And Everest scholar. And because I've and I will say when researching this podcast, K2 was a really difficult. This podcast took me loads longer than normal because 
finding stuff out about K2 is really hard. Like, it's just not as easy to find out information. It's a bitch-ass bitch mountain, man. It's, it's a bitch-ass mountain. It's like, fuck I don't you know. know where K2 is. I'm going to guess it's somewhere like Indonesia or India you. or something like that. Uh, it's, it's, um, you can't, yeah. Yeah, close. It's in Wales. It's in, it's in <laughs> yeah, Wales, yeah. yeah. It's in middle Birmingham. Fucking, <laughs> fucking Wales. <Aston>. Anyway. <laughs> Although Wales is very, like, hilly. Mm. Like, you can't like, get, like, any reception there at all. I like um, drove, there's I like nothing there. I drove through <laughs> Wales to go on a holiday and no, no, I couldn't, no, I couldn't even get any, because my car didn't have like uh, Sorry, DAB or anything at the time. So I literally just had normal radio Yeah, and I couldn't, I couldn't find any radio <laughs> stations that actually worked. We can mark the Welsh because we have some Welsh listeners. Yeah, yeah. Well, Wales is amazing. Yeah, it's a great place to go through. Nothing there though. Apart from sheep. Sheep and well and lots, lots of sheep and hills. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Sheeps with wellies on their back legs. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> Random. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Just made that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm going to st- sort of go through some geography and some like sort of background, a bit of history first, and then we'll go into the death shit. Man. The death, death zone. zone. Literally yes. is what it's called. The death zone. Death zone. So um, Everest is 29,000. And thirty-five feet high. Got to get that thirty-five foot in. Got to get that thirty-five foot in, or eight thousand and forty-eight meters above sea level, and is the highest mountain on planet Earth. So that's obviously why most people want to get get up here, yeah, yeah. because it's Mm -hmm. the the highest. Did you know that the mountains on Earth cannot get any bigger than Mount Everest? There's a limit to how big a mountain can be, depending on the celestial body that you're on. Oh right, okay. How come? Well, it's to do with um, with gravity, like the Earth's crust, which obviously everything sits on, like continental plates. Everything that we, like us, we sit on the on the Earth's crust, and it's um, it's that's essentially floating on. They said it was like a semi-solid, the, the mantle semi-solid, flaccid. Yeah, it's flaccid. It's, flaccid. it's not a liquid. It's but it's um, due to the mad pressure and temperature. It's sort of act, the it acts vis. It's like a viscous sort of uh, f- almost like a fluid, um, and like so it's like a rock platform. We, like these continental plates, are like a rock platform floating on like a lava ocean. If you wanna, if you get what, what I mean. What if we got a company called like Budget and Scarpa, right? <laughs> um, a cement team and got a massive cement pipe going all the way to the top and cementing it. Well, top. I'll tell you what'll happen if you if you get if you did that. To what make would it bigger, yeah, Obviously. Well, the weight of of Everest is is uh, it would push the continental plate down into the mantle. Where it would get m- melted, melt, so melterized. Everything, everything on Earth is floating on like that mad sea of chaos. So that's that's why it can't get any bigger because it will physically push the continental plate into the mantle, and then it will get melted and then recycled. There's a limit. That's why, as well, you can get mad tall mountains on smaller planets like Olympus Mons on Mars, which is like twenty-one thousand uh, meters tall, which is twenty-one kilometers, man, because it's got less gravity, so it can get higher. That, less impact on the that's mantle. That's like miles high. That's yeah. insane. Set 70,000 foot up. Well, it's a volcano. Really? Yeah. Olympus Monsies. Well, but the thing is, with with um, volcanoes, they're different, aren't they? Because they sort of come about as a, from a different kind of But the weight of, principle would be the same. Yeah. But I did, they come about as a different set of processes than mountain ranges. But we'll get into that anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the summit of uh, Everest is the border of Nepal to the south side and China or Tibet to the north side and is located located in the Himalayan range. So it's okay. part of the Himalayas. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fucking... Cr- like you, there's mad tectonic plate activity there because when you look at the satellite pictures... Well, most, like of these, yeah, most of these mountain ranges are. Um, <laughs> it's around and I found this kind of mad. Like I thought it would be loads older than this but it's around 60 million years old. 
Everest. Okay. Um, oh, it's a young gun. And man. I found that quite surprising considering like when we talked about cephalopods, they were like 500 million years Whoa, old. Whoa, yeah, man. The squids, squids have <laughs> been around just, longer like, than Everest. Squiddy, yeah, yeah. weird little squishy things. Like, what the fuck? Do you, think when, <laughs> do you reckon they swim past them and go, fucking hell, that wasn't there <laughs> before? Fucking hell, that fucking mountain. I suppose it's that a mountain. Ma- years ago. Huh. You could make a mountain of the same size as, as Everest in an afternoon if there was some crazy mad tectonic plate movement. It's like yeah. fucking crunch and yeah. sent it up. There mm. it is. So probably kill everything though as yeah, well. Time. <laughs> to that point, um, Everest was formed uh, by the movement of the Indian tectonic plate pushing up against the Asian one. Um, and ultimately, we know that most mountain ranges are made by the push and pull of tectonic plates. Yes. Sort of the over and under. One um, goes underneath yeah. and shoves it up. So the subtle or <laughs> not so subtle interplay of these two uh, plates, one under, one over, like we say... That kind yeah. of creates these mount these sort yeah. of like this kind of buckling of the of the rocks and two two like immovable objects with unstoppable forces. Exactly. Something's gonna go. One something goes up, something one goes down. cracks. Yeah, and um, so obviously talking about you, you know, from going back to what you were saying, weathering is also a factor as well on on a mountain. So mountain ranges clearly get weathered every year. But um, however, the movement and the the sort of complex kind of uh, shit that goes on underneath is what's constantly pushing Everest yeah. up and obviously weight wise it can't really get any heavier on earth without it kind of just but it does grow by um about a quarter of an inch every every year Everest it, so it is actually growing <laughs> but it won't it won't get I knew much there was a dick joke it'll go there. by like little bits it's never going to get much much bigger than it is yeah I mean I don't know what the limit is regarding how big a mountain can be on the on the earth due to the earth's but there is gravitational a pull but there is a limit so it, it could get oh, fuck knows how tall it's it could be it's the weight then rather than anything else it's the gravity it's pulling it down yeah, yeah. and it like squashes the... it back into the mantle so if you got like a mountain made out of feathers it'd get really high yeah yeah. or, yeah. or if it was like uh, made out of but, but if it or made out of like trees I don't know, just a lighter type of rock, maybe volcanic rock. Volcanic, the igneous sort of stuff. But yeah. then again, that can be super heavy. So I don't know. What if it? Uh, what's going what, on with my voice? <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. It's got all. It's got all croak. Kip croak. You sound like an eighty-year-old like rock. <laughs> I sound like I'm drowning. <coughs> you just need to get that frog out. There we go. There that we was, go. <laughs> that was from um, earlier on, you know. Still that one. You yeah, know, that, was that, that, weird, that weird, like weird inhale coughing. cough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot what I was going to no, say. No. <laughs> I was too busy li- too being busy. marvelled by my sound like an old man slash drowning yeah. at the same time. <laughs> um, so Everest is formed from different types of shale, limestone and marble. And the summit is covered in a deep layer of snow all year, lo- year, all year, yeah, 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 yeah. All year long. Imagine if you rewound that and you said it. And I, I said it backwards. Yeah. That's, That's what it was. I just said yeah, that backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah re- rewind that part. <laughs> my Beatles song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Mount Everest. Like, yeah, Le- uh, John Lennon's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there are two main climbing routes up Everest. Uh, one approaching the summit from the southeast in Nepal, uh, known as the Standard Route, and the other from the north in Tibet. Uh, is the south one more? Yeah. Po- yeah. I, I wonder why. Well. I know why. Oh. The other one's in China, that's yeah. why. Do you know what? Same with K2, though. Is the chi- Chinese side never gets really climbed, ever. Mm-hmm. So while not posing... Full of disease. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you went there. I knew I went you there. would. He went there. Uh, so while not posing uh, substantial technical climbing challenges on the standard route, Everest presents dangers such as altitude sickness, weather and wind, yeah. as well as significant 
um, hazards from avalanches. Fuck yeah, man. Um, so it takes 40 days to climb Mount Everest. What? In So in order... You 40 days? Yeah. Up, you, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Just do it in one day. No, no, no. You have to spend weeks climbing yeah. beforehand to there's acclimate a to the, the altitude. There's a business opportunity <laughs> here. <laughs> Come on, go on. What you do, right, you get lift <laughs> engineers and a digger up there, right, and you dig a massive lift from through the middle, right, and have a little cave out the front, and you can just get a lift up. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> get there in one go. Do that, yeah, do it, do it in no, t- two none, minutes. None of that altitude problem. Yeah, yeah. None of the altitude problem. Imagine, imagine that. You have like a chamber that goes up, you open it. <laughs> <laughs> get out, you can't breathe. It's freezing cold. Because some, some people, it's funny, like some, it's one of those things, altitude sickness that affects, it's like seasickness. Some people are affected and some people aren't. Yeah. Some people are like fucked and just, you just don't know how, it's like coronavirus, you just don't know how it's going to affect you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 fucking masturbates. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what now? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, so now we can move on to K2 and, and just look at the geography there. Uh, K2 is 28,251 feet. Oh, it's a little bit, Li- man. It's just a little bit. And it, around 8,611 China will probably say meters. their side's bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so, uh, <laughs> it's a second in height only, obviously, to Everest. Uh, so it Everest. makes it the Everest, second highest mountain on Earth. It is located in the right. There's some wo- there's some words here I might say wrong. I'm just putting that out there. We never say <laughs> words wrong. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mr. Vaseline, the last episode was definitely Mr. Is, Mr. Vaseline. Yeah, uh, it is located in the uh, Karakoram Range on the China-Pakistan border. So you're right with India. Yeah. Um, but with India, didn't you say it was Pakistan? Pakistan. Well, Pakistan. It's, it's close. That, that area. It's close. Close yeah. enough. <laughs> it's it's on the border with geography. Uh, with, I it, I, I, with I Pakistan and China. So you, so you were right with Italy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I somehow managed to get an A star in freaking geography. So yeah. <laughs> that was good. Okay, in that weird. Um, that maybe that was the sneeze day. You never know. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just went just past her. She's obviously she's got weird, the devil inside. Her. Actual <laughs> phlegm mountain here on this geography page. Um. And it's bis- it's between the Baltistan region of northern Pakistan. Mean, mean and Baltistan. this is where it's a, a, a mouthful. I've practiced this a few times. The Daftar Township in Taxagran, Tajik, uh, Autonomous County of Xinjiang. Is that in Star Wars? Well, that sounds like on yeah. a forest moon of China. Endor or something. So that's the Chinese bit. They should have called it Xinjiang or whatever it's called. <laughs> it could be that. It's Xinjiang. I think. Xinjiang. Injang. It could be Injang. It might be a silent X. I don't know. I feel yeah. a little bit embarrassed when, it, I, when I see things that I can't pronounce in the other languages. I feel like a completely yeah, under- like, oh I didn't. I, I feel yeah, like, and I can't, I can't like, I can't Google <laughs> pronunciation on every single word that's hard in this sub- podcast. Take me hours. I can't even speak English. So I wouldn't worry. Yeah. So K2 <laughs> is the highest point of the Karakoram range and um, also the highest point in both Pakistan and Xinjiang. Not in India though. Not in India, because it's nowhere near India, because it's in Pakistan. Well, I thought it was, oh, I'm confused, well you know, it's that, it's that region. You're close. You're on the right fault line. That's I was, a, I I was a country away. <laughs> Just 2,000 miles. <laughs> Two massive countries away. One country away. So here is where I super struggled to find, because obviously I, look, I found out that the age of um, Everest, and this is kind of like a versus, one versus the other. So I really mm-hmm. wanted to try and find the age of um k2 mm-hmm. really difficult like it wasn't easy to find so i've kind of uh, this might be wrong again i'm like caveating this statement with the fact it could be completely come wrong, at us if we get the age of a mountain I, wrong. this is mm-hmm. what i get yeah, yeah, i yeah. garnered from the information that i could find so argon dating which is obviously obviously i don't know what argon I'm saying, dating argon dating is the dating of metamorphic and igneous minerals specifically is that gas in it is that that's why they, they date in gas i don't know that's I just what it's called mate i'm not a scientist <laughs> 
not scientist. I don't know. I'm just, I just found out <laughs> Argon dating is the shit they oh did. The so funk? they put the K2 rocks at around 115 to 120 million years and were obtained from geochemical analysis of the K2 nice, which nice means, when I say that, specifically um, a metamorphic rock with a banded or foliated structure, uh, typically coarse-grained and consisting mainly of feldspar, quartz and mica. So it's come from deep down. Well done. Um, and this yes. demonstrates that it is a metamorphosized, older, Cretaceous, pre-collisional uh, granite. Pre-collisional? So that was okay. pre-collisional? Again, not, not, I'd love to be a geologist because I'm There's like, only so, that this is the thing, man. Shit, you can't, because if... Can someone tell us what that means? Pre-collisional, yeah, does that mean that like, the, the, the crust has been smashed to fuck well, by something in the past and this so was be so before this it? There is, there, it, is, there is some bits that might explain that next. So the K2 nice originated as a result of the production of large bodies of magma um, by a northward dipping subduction zone along what was then the continental margin of Asia. <laughs> and at the time, their intrusion as batholiths, a batholith is a large mass of intrusive igneous rock, if you didn't already know. Oh, I've got one in the back room. Uh, and in, in its lower continental crust, so during the initial collision of the Asian and Indian plates, oh, okay. this granite igneous batholith was buried to depths of about 20 kilometres, 12 fuck? miles into Earth's crust. That's crazy. And Or even more, and highly... So at that, at that point, so this igneous rock was then metamorphosized highly deformed and partially remelted during the Eocene period to form the rock structure that they see now. Okay, so it's gone through, tra it's been transformed. It's been, yeah. it's been transformed. It's been so recycled. Later, crazy, isn't it, man? Yeah. Later, the K2 nice uh, was then intruded by... Um, Leucogranite dikes. Okay. Is that, is that, um, or di a dike being a sheetrock. I, I, I thought you were going to say some, some, le um, some lesbian granite people. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought you were on about then. Um, and finally exhumed and uplifted along a major breakback thrust fault during the post-Miocene time, which was a period that extended from 23 to 5.3 million years <coughs> ago. So... To this put that all into simpler terms, because I know that was a lot, uh, there was some mad volcanic activity that did some shit around 155 <laughs> million years ago yeah. um, along those fault lines along Asia. But the mountain didn't form and get pushed up by, and to form this with this mad deformed rock yeah. um, until around 20 to 5 million years ago. So I think... 20 to 5 million. Yeah, he, There's a fucking happened, tolerance there. They yeah, don't know then. It happened in the Miocene... So the structure, the structure oh. got pushed up in the Miocene period, which so it could be twenty million because I couldn't find a specific date. You know what, man? Things like this make me slightly nervous when I talk. You like the Miocene period, yeah, yeah, yeah. five million years ago, and it pushed a mountain out of the ground, and it. I'm like, uh, like humans are nothing. It shows you that, that I thought a brick was heavy. You know the the, the natural natural disasters that we've had, which you know the tsunami and stuff. My throat's going funny. <laughs> Weird eighteen year old man's coming. Yeah, out. yeah. Um, is nothing compared to what has happened nah. no, previously no. Oh God, no. in, a, in a quicker period, probably, yeah, as well. Yeah. Well, it's when you think of, like, if, if like, an asteroid, sometimes, a, like, if participate in maybe the devil's cabbage and then go and stand outside and look at the sky, I think a fucking rock can just come down and just go, bang, and just, that's it, gone. Mm, yeah. We're all gone, every single one of us. No history that we're ever here. 
nature can fuck you up, man. So the Karakoram <laughs> range, I don't think, is as old as the Himalayan range, but it's for sure made of some old ash rock. Yeah, old yeah. ass rock. Yeah. Like that rock is old because and, it, and it's been through some shit, man. Heated it's up, some heated up down. and cooled down and like completely deformed fuck. along the way. Um, so there are a num moving on from the age, there are a number of routes of somewhat different character up to the to the um summit of K two. Yeah. Um the Abuzi Spur, the otherwise Abuzi spur. Or, yeah, a bruzy spur. Oh, right. Otherwise Bruising. known as the Southeast Ridge. This is known as the normal route, but actually far from normal as it's a very complex and difficult climb and statistically the most dangerous. Why do they call it the normal one? And call it that boozy? Yeah, yeah. Just get the fucking booze down. That's yeah. the one that most people use. Um, oh, okay. or, or is that the one that you, when you start to go, you're going to need a shot of this before, <laughs> yeah. before you yeah. go? Yeah, yeah, boozy yeah, route, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, got a bottle of Jack's in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you've got uh, the Northeast Ridge. Both of these are on the Pakistan side of K2, which is where the base camp is located. Um, then on the Chinese side, you have the North Ridge and the Northwest Face. Mostly people climb the ridges on the Pakistan side and climbers rarely visit the mountain from the Chinese side. Okay. So similarly yeah. from... I think it's... I mean, I don't know. I'm just speculating that it might just be difficult I think, to I think, climb it. I think more people do climb... People do climb from the Chinese side uh, on Everest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, not on K2. So I think it's just too difficult. K2 sounds savage. Does it, well, sa- it sounds again, like some sort well of done, cause, um, sounds like either like a star or some sort of like like mad gun or hole. something. You got the K two out, yeah. it does sound pretty brutal. I've got to say. Um, of course, Everest is um, the same as Everest. Sorry, K two. You, you have the same kind of like risks to climbers. At you, that, that's pretty similar. Well, you, falling you set, down and dying, falling, is, yeah, or freezing. Yeah, falling. K two is is extremely steep. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it um, is, isn't whereas it? Whereas Everest, not so much. So Everest so is just climb. like a little tiny bitch-ass, just continuous mound that you got to go yeah. up. It apparently and K2 it's, is like a fucking wall. Does that, does that mean if, if you hit K2 at the right angle, you wouldn't see it? It'd yeah, just be, yeah. It'd be straight <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like two, a piece of paper. 2D mountain. Fuck! <laughs> yeah. In a 3D world. So yeah, you get avalanches, um, risk of falling, risk of... Um, and mostly on both mountains, the deaths are due to falling. Um, and avalanches those are the big highest killers then you've got succumbing to um altitude sickness yeah, yeah. and you just know, tiredness tiredness all that kind fatigue. of fatigue yeah you, you got that canadian lady who got up there didn't she and she put the flag up and then she went apparently two she had oxygen things and she was up spent too long up there two minutes extra or something yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and she started too. coming down and yeah. she got exhausted and there's uh, there's yeah, a picture yeah. of her and she's just That's sitting there and she's yeah. dead but she's just like yeah. uh, with a rucksack on fucking brutal I mean, she done it as well she's just done what nah i might repeat this because it's later down but it's fine um most people more percentage of people die on the way down the as- yeah. on the descent than they right, do on okay. the ascent because they've spent a, like a long time in what's so known fatigued. as the death zone yeah, yeah. which is a third of the well, oxygen at as a sea level well you're only 50% done when you get to the top yeah, yeah. if you're fucked you've got to come back down again haven't you you yeah. think it was easy coming down like just no, curling that, a ball that, and, and that's the thing because altitude, vomit. Yeah, altitude sickness get, makes people do da- stupid stuff yeah climb every like, they get really confused yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking climb every just need a toboggan that's all they need on the rucksack get out you're making bobsled team all the way down yeah yeah so I to find out, again, to find out how <laughs> long it takes to climb K2 was quite difficult. Um, I It'd be the similar, I mean, they're I, similar altitudes. I found a, so I found like a 
someone had you know um, climbed it and like reported how long it took them so it takes approximately 60 days to climb k2 um which is almost just, just yeah. two, so that's a lot longer it's nine, yeah, nine it's weeks third week it's a third so longer it's a lot longer than everest and it takes almost two weeks just to get to base camp Whoa. like getting to base camp on k2 is way harder than it is on everest <laughs> it's probably because it's like you say so steep and have to keep you know, tying things on and climbing, tying things on and climbing. You make less yeah. progress yeah, yeah. because it's so more physically exhausting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Maybe. I don't know. So Obviously, I've climbed it. Weather, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the, on both mountains, I'm going to start with Everest, the jet stream sits on top of Everest almost all year long. What? Um, oh, yeah. The wind can blow over 200 miles an hour. The temperatures can be as low as 80, minus 80 degrees Fahrenheit, um, which is minus 62 degrees centigrade. Some wind farms need to go there. In mid-May each year, the jet stream moves north, causing the winds to calm and temperatures to warm is for the people top? to summit the yeah. mountain. So this is called as the summit, win- known as the summit window. Jesus Christ, um, man, they're in the jet stream. <laughs> yeah, there is a similar period each fall in November as well where people can climb. Has anyone ever tried it not in that zone? Yeah. And they all die. No. The people have... Done it in when... So I'll move on to yeah, that. Yeah. K- this, that's jets, an interesting mate. point about K2. But right. um, in uh, it in can also be very hot time. on Everest with temperatures of over 100 degrees Fahrenheit or 37 degrees really? C in the Western CWM Glacial Valley, which is an area climbers have to go through. So to it can re- get a bit res- really, really hot in a glacier. You'd be like, yeah. oh, you'd be like wouldn't you? you it's probably like reflective as fuck. That's yeah, maybe why. The first time you you ever climbed it, if you did, right? You, you at that point you'd be like, "What the fuck? I've seen it on the movies. They're all freezing to death. Yeah, it's fucking, fucking boiling." That's why Wim Hof did it. Yeah, yeah. He blagged it. He just went in the summer. He was yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. red hot. He, yeah. he actually had a backpack with his clothes yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. He took him off. off. Yeah, took yeah. off. It's yeah. fucking hell. It's hot. It's too hot. It's red yeah. man, this is. <laughs> just send a Geordie up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't need anything, would he? No, just be fucking boiling, man. With a couple cans of Carlin. Yeah, our sound. Yeah, yeah. So K2 is no known as, I mean, what from you said, from what you said, notoriously known as the Savage Mountain. Uh, well, yeah, you no. actually like legit. I didn't just guess, guess that. that. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's, uh, and some um, climbers have said it's called that because it, it's the mountain that tries to kill you. Uh, yeah, um, I could imagine that. Is that with speeds um, being rival only to those of hurricanes, uh, wind speeds, narrow jet streams that tear across the mountainside, threatening the climbers on the slopes. Um, You're blown in off. In winter, temperatures very similar um, at sort of 28,000 feet, fall between um, minus 80 Fahrenheit, 60 degrees. Yeah, I suppose it's the same similar yeah, altitude. Similar, so yeah. mm. You're in that same sort of and part of the atmosphere. That in, Although not close together, in the same kind of... You know, borders oh, and same tectonic kind of borders, you know, obviously China's yeah. massive. So. I wonder if, because K2 is steeper, it gets windier because it's steeper as well. I don't know if that can be a case. Or it, it, it's the the Karakram um, range is a lot colder in general. Well, right. if it's in the jet stream, then that's, I mean, like if you got Everest and shoved it in fucking in England and then went to the top of it, I bet it'd be mm. fucking similar. But 200 mile an hour wind yeah. and freezing cold. So um, daylight lasts for just a few hours on K2. K2's inclines are some of the world's steepest. Um, it's there the are, man's mountain. There are 14 mountains in the world that reach over 8,000 metres. All of them have been climbed in winter, except for K2. K2's the motherfucker. So well, from what you were saying, yeah, Everest. All of the other 8,000 metre d- w- mountains have been climbed in 
in winter except yeah. for K2. Right, um, I'm going there. I'm doing it. <laughs> You're like Joey and Chandler <laughs> and friends. <laughs> we're yeah, yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it is this savage cold temps and high winds that have made a summiting K2 in the winter impossible regardless of many, many attempts. You need oh, your you beer jacket on your days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to see a picture of Rob on social media <laughs> in a week's time over there. Uh, the K2. Fucking, just a bomber <laughs> jacket holding it tight yeah, going, yeah. fucking top of K2. <laughs> <laughs> Campfire going. Is it winter yet? Is it winter? <laughs> yeah. And I found a good quote here from um, a climber to put it into perspective we have sent someone to space and put someone on the moon but nobody has ever stood on the top of k2 in winter yeah so it's that savage you need a spacesuit to get it there man it's protected from the elements yeah Mm. so i'm just gonna like whip through some history as well before we get on to the deaths um like all mountains around the world the local indigenous people obviously were the first people to see everest um everest is called oh god chomo lungma Chomolungma. Chomolungma. By the Tibetan people, it means mother of the goddess of the universe. Why don't we just call it that then? Because surely it's like there, it's in their garden and that's what they call it. (laughs) And that's what it is. Um, I'll I'll tell you, there is a reason why. I'll I'll let you know. Everest was named um, uh, Sagmartha by the Nepali government. It means goddess of the sky. It was first identified for the Western world by a British uh, survey team led by Sir George Everest in 1841. Mm. Everest was first named um, Peak 15 and measured... Peak 15. Yeah. 15th It's peak. like an asteroid name, isn't it? 0124 yeah, 13 yeah. um, Some, geek, some geeks the, done it, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. At, the, at the time, measured 29 and 2,000 feet. <laughs> what? <laughs> How did they measure it back In then? In 1856. With a long with a really long tape measure. <laughs> yeah, and have to hover because you can't go like crossways. They stepped it, it out. Bigger. They stepped it out. I don't know. Geometry. Trigonometry. They like figured it somehow. Yeah, they knew the angle they were looking at. Yeah. How far away they were from it. In um, 1865, it was named Mount Everest after Sir George Everest. Uh, the first attempt was made to summit in 1921 by British expedition um, from the North Tibetan side. Uh, on the 29th of May 1953, Edmund Hillary and a Sherpa mountaineer, um, Tenzing Norgay, became the first climbers confirmed to have reached the summit of Everest. Can't beat the Sherpa people because they just well, they, they, they carry everything. They, they, they just they go, yeah, fuck it. I've been up here 12 times. Don't worry about it. This has already been conquered. The the calf reasons, at the top. The reason <laughs> yeah. Sherpas the Sherpa's are... calf? You've not been to the Sherpa calf? Yeah. yeah. The reason <laughs> Sherpas are so good at climbing Everest or high altitudes is because they, well. they are born at high altitude so right. that they don't have suffer any, with any They'd kind of They'd be good runners then. They should yeah. come down they'd be like, oh my yeah. God, I'm full of air. They just float when they come down to the People do, it. Float. do that, man. Altitude training. Float. <laughs> Just floating down the road. <laughs> like crushed by the air. Fuck, he's <laughs> pushing me down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's um, an area of Mount Everest when you climb it uh, between the south summit and the true summit, which is, I think some people do, like feel, figured they climb, they've climbed enough of Mount Everest when they reach the south summit, which is between, called the Hillary Step. You mean they've had enough? They've got fuck that. That is a dangerous ass part of climbing Mount Everest the Hillary, the Hillary step. step yeah um, and obviously it was named after Edmund Hillary who f- for, were the first people to actually like manage to get across this because yeah, that's yeah. when everyone was failing and they got there and they couldn't go any further um, so 
and it's a nav. It's basically a nearly vertical rock face with a height of around twelve meters. Danny, come on, yeah, come on, just throw a rope up there, get I, your mate leg up. I've seen Marines do that stuff. You know, in the training when they're running around, they climb that wooden wall thing. I get that to get into my. I get that to get into the garden at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've did, yeah, I've got into the bedroom window, drunk at night, higher than that. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, what's but the problem? But you're also at like twenty nine thousand feet. So yeah, I know. Kind of. When you're carrying a backpack, it's minus eighty. Yeah, it's minus eighty. Dead bodies around. Dead, everywhere, dead bodies everywhere. Um, Even the Sherpas it, are going, uh, no. It is, <laughs> it is the last true challenge of the mountain before you reach the, the true summit of Everest. Um, the first north side summit was on May 25, 1960. So that's on the Chinese side. Um, and Chinese climbers Chu Yinghu and Wan Fu Zhou. I think it was something Wang. Something Wang. Yeah. <laughs> we too high. <laughs> <laughs> You're making the squeaky laugh come out, which oh dear. when you when she laughs really hard, she'll do the snort. <laughs> oh no, I'm not gonna do that we'll to get lots it out of people. Of it. Eventually try and get the snort out of me, but <laughs> <laughs> in nineteen fifty five the height was adjusted to twenty nine and twenty eight thousand feet, um and is still used that, that height's still used by Nepal. Chinese uses a twenty nine and fifteen thousand feet as the official height today. Uh, using GPS technology, the summit was measured at twenty nine and thirty five thousand feet or eight thousand five hundred meters yeah. in nineteen ninety nine. Okay, so that's so probably what it is then. Nepal mm. have oh, started to re measure Everest uh, in two thousand and nine and is expected uh, after the 2015 earthquake, yeah. to see if that changed yeah, the height. Yeah, yeah, I bet it did. That killed that killed a lot of people. That it earthquake, it was avalanche. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. affected every single planet in the solar system because mm. it knocked the Earth slightly off its axis. Therefore, everything in the entire solar system it had to adjusted, realign, yeah. and it shortened our day. So I bet it affected everything. Yeah, I bet it, <laughs> yeah, bet it yeah. made it That's a little mad. bit taller or shorter. We're trying to find out. So they'll f- that uh, sh- sometime in 2020. I feel like the, the global pandemic might have put some fucking squashes on that. But at some <laughs> point this year, they'll find out the true height of Everest. Now after that event, we're going down to the fucking inch at this moment. It's high as fuck. It's high. Yeah. It's 29,000 feet. Just look at it. It's like it's. Jumbo jets like fly past you, and you can wave at the people in there. You know? <laughs> Why don't yeah. you stick to the like the, just a normal scale? You have like, like very big, big, medium, small, no point. No, yeah, like <laughs> Ben Nevis, no, yeah. no point. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll move on to K two. A bit of history about K two. Um, the the name K two is derived from the notion used by. The Great uh, Triagometrical Survey. You've got some words in this, man. I've actually written them out phonetically just so I can try and at least say them right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Triagometrical Survey of British India. Yeah. So Thomas Montague uh, made the first survey of the Karakoram Mountains from Mount Haramuk. Haribo. Mount Haribo. Uh, Mount Haribo. No. Haribo? I didn't even say that right. I can't even say Haribo <laughs> now. <laughs> what sweet would it be? Oh, shit. I'm trying so hard. I said Haribo wrong. <laughs> what, what sweet would it be? What Haribo? I don't even know the flavours of Haribo. A giant uh, egg. Giant egg. The is egg. egg. Yeah, the egg. Bit the egg, isn't it? Yeah. Humpty Dumpty. Uh, some 210 <laughs> kilometres, so 135 miles away from. So he's like observing them from a shitload Got far away. Got to take away. into account the coverage of the yeah. earth. <laughs> um... And he sketched out two of the prominent peaks, uh, labelling them on his sketched drawing them. as Fuck K1. Fuck off with your pictures. That's K- nothing. You show me a picture, I don't believe you. He named them K1 and K2. So the policy- Two giant nipples in the sky. Yes. The policy of the Great 
trigometrical survey was to use local names for mountains wherever possible. K1 was found to be known locally as Mashabum. Okay. Mashabum. Mashabum. Uh, actually, it, actually, if you were look to read it, it says Mashabum. Mashabum. Yeah. Uh, uh, it phonetically is Um, K2 however at the time appeared not to have acquired a local name possibly due to its remoteness so K2 stuck it seems like a rat like everyone's got like they've all got like a really cool name K2 sounds fucking mean though doesn't it K2 it's just like there that's it it's it's hardcore it sounds like everything it sounds like a club it does, it, yeah. You're going to K2 tonight. You, you got your K2 with you. <laughs> what, it's one of those words. You could put K2 into anything and you know what the object is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can, yeah. It's, yeah. it's very versatile. Yeah, I'll have a pint of uh, I'll have a pint of best bitter, please. A Guinness. Uh, a packet of K2. And a packet of K2, please. <laughs> yeah. You got some K2 for the engine. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? What oil's in that yeah, yeah. K2? K2. So, K2. Oh, when you're at the supermarket, can you grab me some K2, please? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're running low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and it also is like an ass cream. Oh, my ass is chafing. You need some K2 on that. Some K2, K2, yeah. Oh, it has been... Sex, sex lube. K2. <laughs> K2. Oh, well, no, actually, it's like K2's, but sex lube's the best one. A, a, a software update for your computer. K2. <laughs> the K2 drill. A new goldfish. The K2 drill, though. Yeah. <laughs> so we've established that K2 could be named... It's very versatile. very versatile mm-hmm. name. Um, it has become known as other things since then um the local people call it dashbang or calorgri uh or dashbang no. you up man that's yeah. why or fuck no uh <laughs> the chinese government call it call it calorgri feng Quorgu- Quor- no this i don't know how would you pronounce a q and an o next to each other like um calorgr calorgr feng you, sa- you sounded like you're from like norway or something or sweden Blasting the Flemish out. <laughs> yeah. I'm just fluent. Horty, horty, horty. Oh, God, it's getting awful. It's not getting awful. <laughs> Was that awful? Are you messing around? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> the first attempt. I wish you know, now it's going to come out. You said that. Well, that Damn was the it. fucking challenge. Pig laugh. Uh, the first attempt to reach the summit of K2 was made by an Anglo Swiss expedition in 1902. Didn't they didn't do it? Died. Failed. Dead. Um, they got to eighty. Oh, I'm just gonna go meters. They got to five thousand six hundred meters. If if I knew I was gonna die and the group were gonna die, I'd be like, we've got to make this look so mad. So <laughs> like just like be in the most weird position or or like or you know be completely start by like naked or yeah, yeah, or you yeah, know yeah, yeah. bring up a dead wolf or something and put it around your throat. Before you die, just you know put I mean? a mad just, riddle. Just so when people go, what the fuck? What happened here? I just have my Game Boy up or something, just sit with it in my hand. Like I got bored as fuck and just play the Game Boy till <laughs> yeah, I die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did they have the Game Boy in 1842, whatever it was? No, I'm not sure they did. 1902, I don't think so. No, just no, a boring old book. A, yeah. it, was a, it was about 10 years until it got blue, released. I take the blueprints up for the Game Boy. And yeah. Fuck them up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck them up, yeah. Uh, There were other unsuccessful attempts, including Italian expedition in 1909. Dead. which was led by Prince Lugi Amadeo. Oh, we got fucking brave. Amadeos, Amadeos. And the Duke of Abruzzi via the Southeast Ridge later then renamed the Abruzzi Spur. So the spur that everyone fucks up on is named after this dude. Dead. Dead. In I don't actually know if he died, but... In 1938, an American expedition led by Charles Houston via the Abruzzi Spur reached around 7,000, nearly 8,000 metres. Oh, so close. In 1939, another American-led expedition following the same route reached around 
8,000 metres, oh, and they're getting higher. Dead. Dead. In 1953, another expedition, the same, so he didn't die, led by Charles Houston, reached um, 7,000, so we didn't, he, 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 he even less up. than the first time. Yeah, but he yeah. gave up, though. He, he, he had brains, went, do you know what? I'm going to die if I keep going. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll go back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then finally, in 1954, so I think a year after Hillary Edmonds yeah. summited Everest, so their actual successful summits are very close together on both counts in is an italian expedition consisting of five scientists including um the geologist and uh, and dito desro oh, i would have, just, I would have took five i'm just like spitballing these names now a doctor <laughs> a photographer fuck that he must have taken a historian up as well or a librarian <laughs> well a doctor a photographer 12 <laughs> others including um a pakistan man managed to conquer the Bruzy Spur, despite several weather con- terrible weather conditions, the summit was reached at 6 p.m. on July 31st uh, in 1954 by Antilli Compangoni and Lino <laughs> Lassadelli. Up they go. Up they went, and they made it. And they made it back as well. And they, ma- well, obviously, because they told the tale. Didn't Dead they? now, though. Because like, it's though. so steep, they should just have to take a parachute up. Yeah, yeah. Just jump off. Just do like base <laughs> jump off the. Fucking, imagine doing that. That'd be base cool. jump. You just fucking clatter yourself you, on the edge yeah, on the yeah, way you'd down. Be, you'd be frozen to death in about a minute. Yeah, you'd just yeah. be. Or <laughs> people, poor bastards down down on shopping or something. Just be a giant, giant. When it comes down, it'd be like a giant fucking like flying squirrel thing. Just. <laughs> Yeah, just smashed the pieces. pieces. Is that a frozen, smashed up person? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Did we come out of some sort of liquid night? What's happened? Um, So, just lastly, before we take a break, I'm going to quickly go into the sort of the amount of summits that have happened throughout the time since, you know, that 50s and now. Um, As of 2019, there have been 10,155 summits of Everest on all routes. By five thousand seven hundred eighty different people, okay. so lots so of people have done it done more it than twice. once. Well, more wait, some people have done it shitloads, like Sherpas, Sherpas have done it shitloads of times. Yeah, Sherpas, Sherpas done it times. ten thousand times. Look, <laughs> there's an easier route than this. Yeah. I've done this now nearly ten thousand times. Yeah, yeah. Look, don't go that way. We <laughs> just walk way. around this brick here, right? <laughs> this brick, and, and then we've got ladders. We just climb straight up to the top. And the thing is, the Sherpas are the ones up there, like like. Got some Properly wood. climbing and stringing all the ropes for the people who can't String actually climb ropes. that way. If you go that way, you see, there's like a quadruple ladder and it goes all the way up. It's yeah. huge. And all you, you know got to do is climb up you're it. Not, you're not far off. They put like rickety ladders well, to like to. traverse over yeah. like gaps and shit. It's yeah, like yeah, just yeah. like weird, shitty little rickety fucking metal do ladders. Do you know what? If, if I was the person who took that up there, I'd take it down. <laughs> so I'd be like, I'd, I did all the effort to get and it up you, here yeah. and build it for this specific task for me to get it to the top. Not letting anyone else get an easy journey. You see people like fucking dying next to like a ladder. And you're like, what are you putting? I I just cover it in Novichok. (laughs) So when they do go up, they go, yeah, and then they just die. Um, So (laughs) 1,343 people, mostly Sherpas, have summited it multiple times. Yeah, of course. Uh, The Nepal side is more popular with um, 6,552 summits compared to 3,603 summits from the Tibet side. So they do climb from both sides, but... Do you reckon they have, like, the Sherpa arms? And they, they, when they come down, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, Imtar comes in or whatever their names are, and he goes, yeah, I got up, up 8,000 feet today um, with this fucking tourist who thinks he's a good climber, and he's dead, so I had to come back down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, shit, loads of... Yeah, they just leave yeah, you. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, they do, don't they? They yeah, do. They if, they, if they see you in trouble, they go, they, bye. Yeah. Yeah, I'm dying. Yep, see ya. I'm not. I know you are. That's why <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's my no, sign to, to fair, leave. I've seen this before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Sherpas are the ones that get usually get sent back up to try and rescue people. Fuck that! I'll just go around the corner and have a shit. They deal with the come back down. He goes, "Look, I'm going." Yeah, you go around the corner and have a shit. He go, "No, it's too bad. I couldn't reach him." But we'll go around there. Stinks. Uh, 214 climbers summited without supplemental oxygen. Hardcore. So that's about 2.1% of the people have done it. Uh, 34 climbers have traversed from one side to the other. Uh, 614 climbers have summited from both North Nepal and Tibet. And 117 climbers have summited more than once in a single session. Fuck. Fuck. Cr- crowded. Fuck? Fucking crowded. Well, I'm guessing, pe- oh, season, not session, sorry. Oh, right. I was going to say, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, fucking hell. It's How many people there? Now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's like a tourist attraction, everyone's there. There's um, queues of people to get in up. Have you seen mm, them pictures? No, no. Literally, like, people waiting in a line to, to summit. That was 2019, I'll go into fucking that. Fucking mental, yeah. yeah. So, compared to Everest, K2 was quite hard to... F- now, this will really put it into perspective about which one is... The more deadly. I, f- I think I already know. Yeah. Basically, Everest is a pussy mountain. Yeah, yeah. Compared to Everest, K2 has had by far a lot less successful summiteers. As of June of 2008, only 367 people have managed to make it to the summit. It's of brutal. K2, compared to over 10,000 successful summits of Everest. Yeah, yeah. it's now, now it's not about the tallest, it's I about getting your name in on the shorter list. And no one's been up there in winter. No one's been up there in winter. Hardcore. So you let's know take the a score. break. So now we're going to talk about deaths. Okay. Which is what we let's, let's face it. That's what everyone's here to so listen to. They probably like fast forwarded through all that other stuff and <laughs> then they're going to go wrong. Well, I want to hear about the dead stuff. You're fucking bad. I'll fast forward it through you pricks. Don't, yeah. don't do that. Well, listen if, to it. if you have, we've actually stopped now. We're not doing any yeah, deaths so tough. So you have to rewind it and listen to that. So, so many people have died on Everest, right? Does that make Everest a serial killer? Like a long yeah. duration, yeah, non sentient yeah. yeah. serial killer. It's like he's a he's murderer. Murder, death, kill. So, 306 people, um, 186 Westerners and 120 Sherpas have died on Everest um, from the time of starting to now. (laughs) 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 The time of starting to try and climb it to now. Um, which is around 3%. So th- oh, that's good innings, man. 3% of people who just a bit more dangerous summiting die. Mm. Um, of the to- uh, of deaths, 172 died attempting to summit without using supplemental oxygen, which well, probably fucked them right Yeah, up. I was to say, yeah. No, you've got to go there without oxygen, man. If you're going to do it, oh, no, fuck that. Just take yeah, it with you. Give me, give me the oxygen. Up. Yeah. And you get to drop, I made it! Well, they have to do that down down in like oil rigs that people on work on oil rigs. They have yes. to breathe he- he- helium. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah. yeah. Have you heard oh, him talking? Again, oh, Dave. words are hard. Have you heard have have you seen you the find that? Words are really hard. Yeah, I struggle, seen the struggle with words a lot. The helium beer. Have you seen that? Yeah, but apparently, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's real. Don't you reckon? Uh, I, I, did, don't, I looked I don't into know how it to buy it. It would work. Like it's, instead of. Is it like. In bubbles? It's, 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 the bubbles use, are helium he, he, instead of. Yeah. Carbon. 
carbon. Yeah, carbon. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to say bar- try and buy some carbon. What is it? What do they use to normally carb- carbonated drink? It's carbon dioxide. Carbon yeah. dioxide. Close. You drink it and you pass you're out and me. die. That's right. Laughing That's totally right. I wasn't laughing like for you for that reason. You, you weapon. Um, of the 306 deaths, 109 died on the descent. Okay. Um, and from the summit, in the so like 35 percent of the people die. Going up. Going no. No, going down going from down. the summit. I thought the d- I thought I coming thought down was more deadly than going up. I thought it was. <laughs> maybe oh maybe that's K two. More deadly. I think that's K two. Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. probably. I mean, come on, there's facts. a lot. There's a lot of facts in this <laughs> this podcast. We're never wrong, never in this podcast. We've never got any facts wrong. Don't worry. Uh, so on the Nepalese side, you've got 195 deaths. The Tibetan side, you've got 110. It's close. Most bodies yeah. still remain on the mountain. Yeah, of course. But China um, have made efforts to m- m- like move the bodies out of sight where they can. Really? Yeah. Apparently really? So. Apparently so. Just fucking shove yeah. them around the back of a boulder. Take a blanket up and cover them up. What? If you're climbing in a, a mountain that will fuck you up and that you need basically you you know, a basic like to get to the top. They're not, they they yeah. don't move the people in the death zone. Let's just put just it that way. Leave them all there. To make no, you but anyone who's sharp. like, yeah, yeah. if they've got someone, you know, a body that's fallen from up down, they can then they can get to no, it to move it. No, I say it. leave it there. No, but it, yeah. there's, there's some like, a lot of people say, you know, there's sort of been some conversations about whether you know try to try and remove some of the bodies that are at you know, and there are people like no leave them there fucking yes yeah. that's Too their wrong. like final resting place um <laughs> they wanted they wanted they to do wanted it to they knew the it. risks yeah, and yeah. just if they did die they probably wouldn't probably would have liked to be left anyway yeah so as we said before the the top sort of things that kill people on on everest is avalanche falling uh, being the highest and then altitude sickness and exposure being sort of second, yeah. secondary in terms of and not recognising the situation yeah, you'd, that you'd you're be in. well pissed off if you were like really close to the top and there was an avalanche or something wouldn't it oh, a very small one yeah because you'd <laughs> yeah, be at the top tiny, and you'd, you'd, yeah, yeah. you'd just probably just jump over it and go and then you look down and go Gary you're fucked yeah the bottom <laughs> the one who's 100 metres down <laughs> yeah. and he turns into you'd be like a cartoon you know when they go into a giant yeah, snowball yeah. and they're all <laughs> yeah. downhill it's like a massive huge ball when <laughs> yeah, it gets yeah. the bottom oh, and the yeah, legs yeah. sticking out of it yeah yeah um, on K2 there have been 86 deaths so a lot less than Everest but then a lot of less people have tried to climb it um, so it's actually it's much a higher percent then during attempted climbs of the five highest mountains in the world, K2 is by far the deadliest. Yeah. Right. Approximately one person dies on the mountain for every four who reach the summit. What? 25%? percent mm-hmm. Fuck that. Instead of three. Yep. Fuck that. Mm. Top causes of death, again, similar to Everest, falling, avalanche, and killed by storms, storms. being uh, the highest with altitude sickness, exposure, and exhaustion being much lower. Do you kind of somber there? So, and so, so people, people also just like go missing. Yeah. Just get, like, where the fuck did they go? Like I looked, at, so I looked at all the deaths and, and like how people died, and some people well, just, just, just went just missing, just, just got lost. Maybe, maybe there's some and like then died of, of exposure probably K2 bear up there and it yeah. just eats you yeah. like a Bigfoot like a yeti yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the K2 yeti the K2 yeti we can start we can, we can start a show on it yeah. probably earn loads of money we'll yeah, just have new, to get someone else to get there to talk about the K2 yeti yeah, yeah. that's so fucking nuts man she's gone bye although many more people have died on Everest uh, 306 compared to K2's 86 um, K2 is considered way more deadly uh, the, the amount of deaths on Everest is around 3% of those who summit whereas it's 1 in 4 mm, or 25% yeah. of the people who have so attempted to climb so if you had K2. a gr- if you had a group of four people going up K2 one of them's going to die most likely right yeah 
And if you had a group of 33 people, roughly, 0.3, if you cut someone in a third. Yeah, and the thing is, obviously... Per, one person will die. Yes. Yeah, a lot less people have died, like we say, on K2, but like nearly 6,000 people have tried to, to attempted to, you know, summit Everest, mm. whereas... Only 367. Yeah, because it's so like mad. So It's so mad. Yeah, you need a fucking spacesuit, man. The pe- yeah, it, yeah. But a lot of people are put off by the steep weather, the the steepness look, and the weather and the storms and, gone, and fuck the that. cold and all yeah. that shit. Look at the numbers. Look at the numbers whilst you sit in, in where, Spain, wherever you live, and you go, no, 25% of you die. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, if I lived in Spain, I wouldn't be climbing Everest. Like, <laughs> You've got to be somewhere like really cold, haven't you? And then you'd probably feel a bit better about doing it. Yeah. yeah. I ain't got, no, I'll, just not do it. I'll just look at it. So most of the bodies of people remain on the mountains. Uh, they lie frozen in time, thousands of metres above sea level. Uh, the grim death toll on Everest is becoming impossible to ignore. Uh, partly due to climate change and its effect on the mountain, which is revealing the extensive pollution left by mountain climbers, uh, including garbage, human waste and dead bodies are all being revealed as ice and glaciers melt. Mm, can't, there's no rain to wash it away, is there? No. Um, so like, they take tonnes of rubbish off Everest every yes. year, don't they? Uh, it's also true for both mountains that people die. Um, well, a lot of people die on the descent. Like, right, okay. uh, you know, as well as the well, essence. Because it's because it's fifty. You've only because done fifty percent when you get to the top. Yeah, exactly. This you're so much more. You you spent and you spent a lot more time. So when you you spent on your way down, you spent a lot more time in the the, the death zone, which is obviously the bit where is considered. You know, the the air quality is so bad that you are more likely to succumb to altitude sickness because yeah. it's like a third. It's kind of like oxygen up there than it is on it's sea level. Not the same, but you know, like if you're going, if you're in a swimming pool and you go and you'd like, if you, like a proper one where there's like a diving area where it's like five meters deep or whatever, and you swim down to the bottom and you touch the bottom, you go, yeah, I got there, and then you think, fuck, I've got to go all the way back okay. up. Oh, I've got enough air left. It's that, but times a billion. It's like the deep, the deep divers, you know, that yeah. it's easy to get down. Getting back up is the hardest bit. Absolutely. You so need it's to, like the opposite yeah. with a mountain is getting down. That's the hardest bit. Because <laughs> you've had that adrenaline spike because you got to the top. As well, I'm just looking looking at some of the bodies that have so been remained. Rob's remained the fuck out of that. So, um, well, I'm going to go into what's known as Everest's Rainbow Ridge. Mm. Um, so, Everest <laughs> has an estimated 200 bodies scattered along the route uh, to the top. Some of these are well known, such as Green Boots, the body of an Indian man, uh, T. Swang Pal- Paljor, who died on the mountain in 1996, but whose green boots can be seen sticking out of the snow. His body lies there as a morbid reminder for climbers to gauge how far they have left to get to the summit. Yeah, man. You, you, you'd be worried if you go, that's where a bloke died and yeah. I'm standing here. He, he, he couldn't go any further than this. No. I'd fuck it. There's no they'll way. Be, but they'll but be like finding bodies. The thing is, as it melts, because the thing is, a lot of people were buried by avalanche, have been snowed on over the years. Ice has frozen them. Yeah. They'll find people from like the 50s. Yeah, yeah. Frozen. People, all, they'll all find people up there. Or from the 1900s that have like died. It's just no, I wouldn't do it. Mad. I wouldn't even consider it. No. So the brightly coloured hiking gear of the climbers who lost their lives on the mountain is still visible to climbers that are going up the mountain. This stretch of the climb um, is known is on mountains north face and has become known as the Rainbow Ridge, obviously because it's so you know <laughs> all these colourful like sounds nice. Yeah. What makes so the rainbow? The corpses clothes. All <laughs> 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 oh, oh right. Yes, you see the bright uh, fucking death clothing sticking out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> These bodies are incredibly difficult to retrieve as they are situated in what's called the death zone at around eight um, 
1,300 metres above sea level where the earth is so thin at one third of oxygen found at sea level it's hard to safely rescue those just bodies leave, out of that le- zone. Leave just leave them. them. Just leave them there. Fuck yeah, it. Definitely. This region um, gained even more notoriety in, t- in 2019 when climbers, and everyone should have probably seen this, when climbers were led to a traffic jam to the summit. Yeah, that's one. Of, yeah. Uh, this was, again, due to bad planning, too many permits being issued for that season um, by by the Nepal government. Yeah. Um, this money, flooded. cash, money, yeah, cash. Yeah, what? basically. People paid tens of thousands <laughs> of dollars, pounds, whatever, to, to climb it. So to wait in a queue. Yeah, this led to trash bags and fucking bags of shit all around you and dead bodies. Yeah. Like a right this, laugh. this led Just to climbers being mm. stuck in queue for hours up to the Hillary step and, and then beyond. Um, and resulted in at least four deaths. Fucking hell. Because people just fell off. Because they're getting... <laughs> fell yeah, off. Yeah. Could you imagine being in the queue and you're like, fucking hell, I've been here 20 minutes but you're now. In, you're, in, going, you're, in, you're in like Turn the death the zone. You're just waiting yeah, there yeah, for hours yeah, to yeah, try and know. get to You the do summit. not want to be waiting in the death zone, do you? No, you want to get really. in and get out of that cunt. Yeah. I read that a Colorado climber noted um, that in this year, he stepped over newly dead bodies in order to summit. Um, and what? he was saying that he was aware he may encounter bodies that are like 15 to 20 years old. Because he's seen But them. stepping over people who had literally died within the last 24 hours was a shocking Fuck thing. that. Yeah. Fuck all that, man. Mm. Yeah. That's, like, they should, what they need to do is they may need to make it much more exclusive and go, right, we're going to give 100 permits out a year. And, and, and you have to, and you have to prove that you're... Might as well just do Russian roulette. With clean the fucking A, a place very up. experienced mountaineer. Because this is the problem. A lot of people... These, these guiding tours, which is actually what I'll talk about next, allow people who aren't very experienced climbers to do it. Yeah, it's not going up a hill. Like I could do. Gotswold. I could like. Mm. I could legit get you know work work out. Get myself physically physical enough. Physically physical. Yeah, physically, if you were physically physical. Physically physical. physical <laughs> enough to physically attempt <laughs> a physical climb. <laughs> physically climb Everest. You know, then then I could, if I had the money, I could pay a man to help me do it. Pay mm. a Sherpa. Come yeah. on, Sherp, let's do it. Nah. Nope. <laughs> but no, 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 not doing it. Do you want to do it or do you want to go to the Sherpa's arms? I'll, I'll show oh, you, I'll yeah, show I'll you the Sherpa's arms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just go there. So <laughs> I'm going to now v- compare the two worst disasters for both mountains and okay. let's decide which cool. one you think's worse. So into the death zone. Into the death zone. <laughs> um, so, 19, so this is 1996 versus 2008. So in Everest in 1996, um, a total of eight people died in one storm event nice. um, whilst trying to make the descent from Everest summit. Um, due to oh, this the tragic day... they've been up there and they're coming down. Yeah, due to this tragic day, a total of 12 people lost their lives over that one season, okay. in which is a lot higher than normal. Yep. This disaster was caused by a combination of events, including the sudden arrival of a severe storm that caught the mountaineers by surprise. That's just the fucking luck of the draw. Mm-hmm. Bottlenecks at the balcony and Hillary Step caused an hour and a half delay in summit- summiting. These Whoa. delays were in themselves caused by delays in si- fixing secured ropes that there should have been there that weren't. I just wouldn't bother waiting in the queue. I'll just go. You, just, going you, go, you go, the ropes there. aren't there. Let's turn around. We can't do it <laughs> yeah. today. Sorry. You paid a yeah. lot of money, I know, but yeah, there's no chance. There's no like rope. That, there's yeah. not, we can't do it. Um, so these delays, obviously, like I say, caused um, a bottleneck. And people a bottleneck standing around. And, and people standing around. In the around. fucking arse. In um, the dead zone. Yeah. Because, you know, and they're <laughs> like frantically trying to fix ropes where there should be ropes. 
the team leader's decisions to exceed the normal turnaround time of 2 p.m. with many summiting after 2. So, like, yes, there's a turnaround. If you can't get there for 2 p.m., you've got to you go turn back. around and go back. That's they, a cut-off time, they, regardless they of where you are. They went past this, so people were summiting ha- at half past 2. F- well, I mean... And then also the sudden illness of two climbers um, at or near the summit at around... Three at the fucking summit. So yeah, they were an hour after pe- the turn. People were succumbing to and then they got the screaming sickness. shits at the top no, no, of the they fucking mountain. They were succumbing to altitude sickness no, at the summit. So several climbers ran out of oxygen, with guides having to carry bottles up to the stranded climbers at, um, as the storm approached. You'd be shitting yourself if you're out of oxygen and you can't fucking move. And you're like, I'm on Everest. I'm going to be part of the fucking rainbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is it. Yeah, well, do you know yeah. what? The Green Boots died in 19... He was one of the ones, not in this event, but he was. He died in 1996. So gr- he, that was the year he died. God. Um, was he known as Green Boots before? That'd no. Be, that'd be highly amusing, <laughs> wouldn't it? He's oh, Green Boots. Green Boots. Yeah. Why is he calling Green Boots? Is his fucking nickname? His nickname. Before he went up. Yeah. yeah. That's why he's boots, got Green Boots. Yeah. Uh, he might have been. You never know. You never know. So uh, John Cracker, a writer and mountaineer and a survivor of the 1996 disaster had suggested that the use of um, of bottled oxygen and commercial guides who personally accompany and take care of all path-making equipment and important decisions allowed otherwise unqualified climbers to attempt the summit, yeah. leading to dangerous situations and more deaths. In addition, he wrote that the competition between Hall and Fisher, so they were, they mm-hmm. were competing... Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's fucking stupid. They were competing like guide yes. uh, companies. Um, were had they they were in competition to try and like outdo tr- yeah, each other. But, uh, to to what extent though? A, a complete fucking clusterfuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so which uh, obviously that kind of is what led to Hall's decision to not turn back um, at the predetermined two p.m. because he wanted to fucking cut off point. He wanted he, to beat. Thompson yeah. Travel. The extreme, yeah, Everest guide man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cracker also acknowledges that in his uh, that his own presence as a journalist, so he was there actually writing, you know, climbing Everest to write a story for a high faluting uh, mountaineering magazine and that added pressure to the guides to try and impress. You just wouldn't, I, I don't, if I was going to have a crack. You all died, you twat. That's what I mean. And, mm. they, and both Hall and uh, Fisher died. Everyone's it's a complete clusterfuck, wasn't it? So out mm. of the eight people, um, three of them were expedition guides and five were clients. What? Why don't they when they go up? Is like if these Sherpas for some reason they seem to be able to fucking carry tanks up there and all sorts. Why don't they just take oxygen? I mean, I'm I'm obviously talking at school. I don't know what the fuck it's like. Take oxygen and have like oxygen stations and they dump. do. Oh, there you so go. what <laughs> happened? I think what happened was um, up, one Tom, of the yeah, guides prick. and a guide who'd climbed. Uh, but he was succumbing to um, altitude sickness oh, yeah. and in his confusion was telling people that there were uh, oxygen tanks were empty when they were full. Just fucking trying. So, pe- so, so they were fucked. So he could so have some himself. You mean? No, he's no, off just, <laughs> just, just yeah, yeah. he was fucked. He's he was fucked. tripping this, when he went up there. And it's that guide that is thought to have um, died by falling. So he fell off. The just got too weak. He, got too, he just got too far. He, he started um, undressing himself and fell off. Oh, it's fucking over. If you're yeah, on top of everything, I mean, the geezer's taking I mean, his clothes off. He's a, he's a fuck pig. Because <laughs> I think that's... That, I think What's that's, he doing? Yeah, yeah. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the remaining seven died of exposure. Just so frozen just to, death, to death. Man. Because they got stuck on the mountain overnight. Yeah, you, you, you would... If you In saw, a storm. If one of your guides fuck. said your oxygen tanks were empty and you're going, well... Well, they're not, and then he strips off and falls off. You'd be like, "Oh fuck!" 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless this is part of the journey. Does he yeah. do this every time? It's part of the show. Is it so like, you know, you know, like when people do bungee jumps and they go, and they go oh, with the frame yeah. and pretend <laughs> like you tied him on. We haven't tied like that. Yeah. So all this happened on the descent. So they, all of these people made the summit. They, they hit like the that. summit. The saddest of them all, of the people who died, is a lady, no, uh, a Japanese lady called Yasuku Namba, who was the second Japanese woman to have reached all seven summits. Oh, no. The highest mountains of each of the seven continents. So it d- didn't include K2, because I think they were with it, they're cl- quite close together, Everest and K2, but right. like all of the highest mountains She's in each continent. She's basically the hardest mountaineering woman on the planet. So oh, she reached the summit, point only to die a stone's throw from the camp due to the storm whiteout being unable to orientate and find the camp. Oh my God. So she was pretty much at she's base at, camp. She was pretty much... There. No, no. She was pretty... Because there's different camps all the way up. So she was pre- she was near a camp. But she couldn't see because of the weather. Only like camp four or something. Because you go... F- base camp is where everyone's base oh, is. Yeah, and then yeah. there's camps because they can't get up. They've got to stay and, and stay sleep, sleep and, yeah. you know, as they go. Fuck. So she was there. She knew it. She, she was so close and just... Savage just as fuck. Pa- just perished from the cold. Mm, savage Sad. as fuck. Like I just thought, oh God, you made. She she managed it. She, she got, knew she it. She did all seven summits because she did summit Everest that day, but then died. She's an experienced um, climber. She knew like it. A few, like a few, like literally a few hundred feet from the camp. Just, like, just because they oh, couldn't see where they were going. They need like ropes, <laughs> like the main part of the summit where like I don't know. It's just a pole or something in the middle or but whatever. It's, uh, like, and just follow the rope to the camp. It's surprising the amount of like rope issues that seem to happen yeah, on these like mountains. Thirty thousand feet long though. Yeah. <laughs> True. <but. laughs> so that so that's nineteen ninety six on Everest. So in two thousand and eight on K two, um, nearly two hundred climbers from around the world arrived at, arrived at K 2s base camps, which in of, in 200? of itself, yeah, two hundred. It's a feat to get to is there. It's a feat to get to there. Um, to attempt to climb. It's more than a feat. It's probably about So bad weather <laughs> kept climbers from reaching the summit during the June and July. So they were there for months, all waiting to, to wait for good enough weather to try and make the summit. In August, a group of climbers from the US, um, oh, France, it. Pakistan, Italy and Serbia, the Netherlands and South Korea all uh, wanted, with their Sherpas, were going to attempt the, the summit, um, began to ascent um, to the summit. They... They just had a go. They went, fuck it, this is it. Yeah, so each group spoke their own language and had made separate preparations to go up to the summit. See, it's already splintering, this is. They came together, though, to try and tackle the final leg, or at least that was the plan. Um, from the start, there were problems, bad planning, a lack of communication. Fucking there you go. And poor conditions endangered them all. It's poor conditions of K2. Of course it's poor conditions. <laughs> um, the climbers were led by um, a nine-person group uh, made up of members from various climbing teams who were responsible for fixing ropes along the course that would make it possible to safely summit. There's your ropes, Rob. Um, yeah, yeah. They got a late start on the trail. They Quit. also failed to bring enough rope to properly prepare for the bottleneck. <laughs> well. A narrow, rocky pathway with, with steep um, yeah, gullies I suppose widely considered as the most harrowing part of the climb. Mm, like, I, ooh, I just, I, it sends me chills. I can see that, like, when you say they forgot, to, they didn't have enough rope. I, it's not, I don't, I think they would have prepared no, for what that. They, they, they would have they just used, used too it. much rope. Yeah. But surely just fucking on. pull it back up, though. Well, that's what they had to do. So a, a, ser- a seruk, which is a block of glacial ice, hangs over the bottleneck, threatening to fall on climbers at any moment. So they go underneath So there it are climbers that say, crack. the least amount of time you can spend in the bottleneck, the better because of that. Yeah, yeah. smashed to death by a glacier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, as the tr- the group headed toward the bottleneck, it became apparent they'd begun fixing rope way too early. 
and they didn't have enough to get past to get actually past the really more yeah. difficult parts of the climb without having to risk it for a biscuit. Uh, the group of 25 was brought to a standstill as climbers had to move back down the course to collect rope in order to move forward. If you ever no, at a standstill... Have, at that point, I was going, this is oh, bold. this, I'm out, see you later. You can't have a standstill when you're doing it. No, 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 I'm like, K2 as well. Like, time's precious They'd here. They'd already had... Back. This is, this is summer and they'd already had to wait two months because the weather was so bad. So they got impatient as yeah, well. Yeah. Got, I really want it to happen to the no, extent it was in myself. Yeah, yeah. So it's been like pissing down and like snowy and then one day when there's a little bit less snow, they're going, oh, fuck it, it's the best chance. You're We're like, doing no, it don't regardless. Do it. So after all this, the first set of climbers reached the summit at 4.30pm. Fucking dark, isn't um, it? Because of the late start, the climbers were descending back to Camp 4 uh, in the dark. <laughs> oh, nice. Dead, fuck. Good luck. So around 8.30 p.m. They must have been looking at each other going, oh, fuck, oh, oh we're fuck, fucked. oh, fuck. We've yeah, got yeah. to try, but we're fucked we're now, fucked. aren't we? Yep. Around 8.30 p.m., a group of Norwegian climbers were passing through the bottleneck on their way back down when a chunk of the Serac, the glacial ice broke off and fell on them. Well, that's that. Knocking oh. one of the climbers off the mountain, causing him to fall to his death, obviously, and also yeah. dislodging and cutting all the fixed lines that oh, were there. Oh, brill. You know what? I don't feel sorry for them because they know what they're getting into. Yeah. So they obviously need Sounds those lines to descend safely. So um, effectively stopping the gravity. Whole That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> to boggan. <laughs> just to boggan down. To boggan and gravity and maybe a parachute just in case you, you fall off a big Slow bit. down at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so obviously this effectively stopped the whole group in its tracks. Um, this left climbers with only one option to move down the mountain without fixed lines. Yep. Relying on their picks axes and crampons to make it back. Oh, they're on, were they? Oh, sorry, the you said cramp- crampon. The crampons. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, girls. Oh, dear. Uh, some of the climbers became <laughs> entangled in the dislodged ropes and were forced to wait for rescue. Uh, some experienced climbers were able to free solo down back to base camp for... Uh, sorry, not they just camp, fucking went on their own then, didn't they? They just, they just free, free climbed down, yeah. I would, I would not wait for rescue at that point. I'd no, look around and, and I'd be like, looking around, everyone's like dancing around, going, fuck, fuck. You know what they say? Someone's just been knocked off a mountain, all the rope's gone. Shall we wait? They do say that about people that recognise the situation they're in and they sit about waiting, like they think, okay, like a building's on fire, don't leave because the fire. No, you've got to rescue. There is a point where you've got to go, right, I've got to jump and somehow try and survive or do something. I've got to save myself because no one else is going to say yeah uh, no no chance everyone's going to die if they wait here yeah so obviously the more experienced climbers were able to free climb down but the less experienced climbers who had made it up only because they were guided up and used ropes were completely stranded they couldn't climb they didn't have enough experience or wherewithal to climb down what direction what to fuck pigs (laughs) I'm off (laughs) yeah (laughs) all you gotta do is take one single step wrong all of this is in the death zone as well so as the sun rose on August so they're overnight they're overnighting K2 K2 first of all in the death zone as the sun rose on August 2nd the climbers who had made it back down to camp 4 took stock of those still left up on the descent Sherpas were sent back up to help climbers who were tangled whilst... Um, no, no. They sound like on? fucking like deer stuck in fences <laughs> yeah, and shit. What's going, going on? on? It sounds like a nuclear bomb's gone yeah, off. Did you lose your mind? But they're yeah, just scared. Did, and tangled. I'm fucking Maybe like tangled around my leg. I don't want to get it off. <laughs> you figure it out. You've, you've, just, you've just been trying to climb K2. Yeah. You, can, you can untangle your leg. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you trying to do? Summit K2 if you can't undo a, a knot around your leg? <laughs> um, but then, unfortunately, suddenly there was an avalanche that thundered down the side of the mountain and took the climbers left there on the descent. Bye. 
Well, to be honest, it's probably good that it did because they probably <laughs> weren't going to get saved anyway. Yeah. By the sound of it, if they're all like hanging and like swinging like trapeze artists, <laughs> and you know what I mean, and like half of them have been <laughs> smashed off the fucking mountain. <laughs> so I think I think an avalanche is a big thumbs up when it's coming down. Yeah. Go, yes, yes. Here comes the end. Yeah, totally <laughs> quick. Yeah. Fuck it. The Sherbers. The Sherbers. Sherpas? The Sherpas the that Sherbets. made the standard, uh, made it to the standard tangle, tanglers. <laughs> tanglers. <laughs> tanglers. But another huge chunk yeah. of ice fell off the ridge and more, climb, more climbers fell to did the death. F- did it clobber the Sherpas? Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's the bad so bit, So in total, 11 Sherpas? people died over the course of a day on Jesus K2. Christ. Many questioned... Um, Everything. How people could leave so many of their fellow mountaineers on K2's grueling slopes. I wouldn't have questioned There will be things you never know about how complex that situation was. Yeah. But also, do you go back up there and risk your own life? No. That's what I was going to ask the question. Do like... It's the middle w- of the night. What would you do? Would you right. go back up? I'd be like, no, fuck this. I would, I would if I managed to get down. down from that horrible situation, I'd be like, I ain't no chance I'm getting back no, up. Enough, That's what same happened on on if, similar if, situation with the you know, the bad ropes, bad like if, left too late. If everything was running smoothly, right, and it, something happened that delayed them, then maybe, yeah. But the fact that there's people being knocked off the mountain, there's people tied up. Like, like slashed I'd be like, in half stark. with fucking sheet These ice people bits. are half-wits. I'm not saving them because I'm going to die trying to save a half-wit. How and the chances are the half-wit will survive and I will die. <laughs> the thing is, like, avalanche is, like, usually powdered snow, isn't it? Whereas, yeah. like, sheets of fucking glacial ice that yeah. weigh tons. It's like a slab hitting you. Slab? Like, more than a slab? It's like an ocean Just solid, yeah. solid ocean solid. just landing oh. on your head. Yeah, just whilst you're on a mountain. Yeah. yeah. Nah, so that's... Nah, you I'm not going up there. Nah, so what we, what we thinking? I'm, like, 100% on K2 as being, like, the... Oh, yeah, the, definitely. ...the most ridiculously, insanely dangerous... Everest just sounds like... It's like, you know, like a, you know, like when someone goes to, like, the safari park. That's what it sounds like <laughs> yes, to me. Does, yeah. you, you come in, here's some money, you know, to come in, and we'll take you to the top, blah, blah, blah. It just sounds a bit too touristy Commercial. and a bit, yeah. a bit like a, mm, it sounds like you could just do it with someone quite easily. You know what I mean? Well, the yeah. fact that and, and they sell that as a tour, but the, the K2 sounds like it's, you know, it's. I think it's very much like become quite commercialised on Everest. Mm. Um, and there was. Well, the fact that there was a, a queue of people that you could probably put that on the picture, whatever picture. There's, you oh, there's yeah, a queue yeah, of people yeah. waiting to get onto the top of Everest. That's there's not a queue of fucking people trying to get to K2. No, and the bodies thing is, on the floor. A lot of. Um, what sort of happens on Everest, you know, is stays on Everest. Stays on Everest, yeah. Is is because there's so many. Mm. That's what I'm trying to say. Is that yeah. there's so many people that are doing it. It's some become so commercialized the human as element. a thing. And there was yeah, there like was going into McDonald's. Yeah, there was like um, articles burger. about will K two ever become Everest in its popularity, and it was just all no because of just because it's it's not impossible to climb because people have done it. It's, it's just, a just different beast. It's a different beast altogether. I think you've got to be way more of a you know because it's so steep, so it starts out steep and ends steep. Whereas Everest, I think, is much. I think it's only steep in that last. It's like it's, it's like a mountain. Steps, it's basically. got yeah. It's got well. It's it's and it's got. Yeah, you can literally walk up it rather it's, than have it's to got climb. Like more, the, the camps are safer, I think. Mm. And, you know, in terms of... I think the camps on, on K2 are just... Like they're literally like perched on the side of a mountain. Like, yeah, and you, you, know, massive you could just get blown iceberg, off at any point. By the way, that might land on us any second. You're fucking yeah. gambling when you do that anyway. The minute you sign I mean, up, you're gambling. But I the thing is, both of them have bottlenecks, but it seems like there's this bottleneck on K2 as this crazy fucking sheet of ice that might kill you at death any point. Glacier. Glass, yeah. Death glacier above your head. 
Savage. Savage. Yeah, Katie's worse. Katie. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I mean, if I because I, I, I didn't go. I go. I went into this knowing nothing about K two, and like was just like, oh shit, this police one's fucking savage cabbage. You you'd know quite quickly, wouldn't you, on K two when the first fuck up happens. If there's a fuck up of some sort, which is quite major, you go back. You it start just seems to go like back. bad you decisions, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, are we going to start? Like, it it seems like the, and gu- you the definitely guys definitely don't go up and try and save who's up there. Yeah. I know that sounds horrible, but <laughs> yeah, it's, but the it's, it's common like balls up after balls up. It seems on both of those yeah, occasions right. the the, the, it, the mismanagement and like mad bad guidemanship is what caused mm. all these deaths. Like, ultimately, well, yeah, it sounds like this went. Should we just do it? We've been waiting for months because of the weather. Yeah, and the weather's yeah. calmed down a tiny bit, but it's still fucking horrible. <laughs> the yeah. film, Let's try and do the, it. the film Everest is actually based on that 1996 um, tragedy. Okay. Yeah, watch that tonight, man. Yeah, that's what we're gonna. Uh, that's getting on our TV tonight because yeah. that's such a good film. Mm. Um, um, but that is that it is based on that whole um, in, um, event because obviously right. there's there's two there was 2015 shitloads of people died. On Every Everest because year. of um, that horrible earthquake and all that shit. It's lots of stuff. There's lots of other events, mm. bad events. but And of course, the deaths on Everest and K2 probably went down massively when, you know, in more recent years because of better equipment. They've got like mm-hmm. better axes, better shoes, better clothing, yeah. oxygen, better all that crampons. stuff. Like imagine mm. in 1909, they didn't fucking oxygen, did they? No, so they're just climbing up like off their own back, like Wim Hof. Yeah, his no, fucking t-shirt fuck, off his pants probably have metal gloves <laughs> you know what I mean so, there's some wi- there's always some like mad humans on earth that can do s- mad stuff like Wim Hof though isn't it yeah. I like, just get a jetpack and fucking go Mount to the top in your, not enough oxygen in your pants and no <laughs> shoes didn't he have no shoes on yeah did he just yeah just, just I think he did pants. it in, I think he did it in sandals oh okay. yeah because I feel like you'd probably cut your feet yeah, to shit yeah you can handle the cold but he can't stop like razor rocks going into his skin like Wolverine or something is that one of them that does something like that with his he's, got, he's got like things in his hands uh, you know what I mean yeah. doesn't, uh, doesn't Wolverine like I, I might be getting mixed up um, doesn't he like quickly repair as well that's yeah, the one so he's got he's like uh, fast healing and then they like inject him with this like metal adamantium to so his skeleton Adamant. adamantium 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 like they went we need to oh! <laughs> oh God, that was loud. Prince Charming, <laughs> Prince Charming. <laughs> yeah. Nothing so to be scared of. <laughs> is the end of the, that was enjoyable, of like the that. topics. Um, we've got some social stuff to talk yes. about before we we leave you today. Nice. Uh, this episode is sponsored. We leave you today. We're gonna leave you. Uh, this episode is sponsored by El Yucateco Hot Sauce, as mm, you well know. Um, yummy treat on yeah. everything. Shop com to browse the sources and their swag. Uh, the source is available. Some some of the sources are available in, in the US grocery stores, but you can get them all online. Um, and in the U- UK, you can get it at mexgrocer.co.uk. So for anyone out there who's like, I really wanted sauce, then to get on there. It's like £2.47 or something yeah. for oh, a bottle of sauce. There's really good value on there. Like, So go and go over there and get some sauce. Go check out El Yucateco Official on Facebook. At Yucateco underscore hot uh, hot sauce on Instagram <laughs> underscore hot underscore hot sauce on Instagram and give them a follow, drop in a comment, do all that lovely yeah, stuff. Yeah, do the likes and the comments, the shares, Someone, and all that. Bollocks. The person that did that this this week <gasps> is da 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 Michael Hancock. So well, congratulations! You tagged well and did all the stuff we've asked. So we're going to send you a brand new sticker pack, which because we got all our new stickers. Hell to the yeah. Uh, so they're they're all here, so we we can get those out. Um, 
there uh, anyone who's waiting on stickers will be sending those out in the next day or so so yeah. you can expect those soon um also check out robots rise podcast obviously, obviously. Uh, <laughs> at robots rise podcast because that's our if i like follow share do all that lovely stuff Check out Podbelly, um, buy Podbelly. All com. Buy all yeah. their stuff. That's Rob. Buy it all. Just buy it all. Buy it all. And then send some to us because, you know. Cause yeah, you, cause just you buy it all. Everyone's happy. Um, and at Thomas Booth, at Hannah Does, and Rob at Robots Fries on Instagram is our Instagram handles if you fancy checking out what we do in our real life. There me, we go. With me, it won't be much because I don't really update it. Yeah, it really like brasses me off because I can't work it out <laughs> so properly. <laughs> it brasses you off. I'm you fucking <laughs> brassed off with this fucker. I'm just like, <laughs> what the fuck? What am I trying to do? I just don't get it. Well, you can I'll me keep and Tom trying. do. Me and Tom, uh, to be fair, I don't post that much on my personal page. I do on my stories, but not so much on my actual like feed. Mm. I need to get into that. I'm maybe some drawings because I'm like well loving the drawing recently. Oh, go check go. go check out our new Facebook header because I'm like, oh, I spent yeah, like yeah. three five hours last weekend drawing that fucker. <laughs> uh, did you draw it? Did yeah, you yeah, as well. Uh, uh, is it on the computer or was it done on by hand or what? I did it on um, Procreate, which right. is like a which is an app on the, the iPad and you use the Apple Pencil. It's like amazing. You can do some wicked drawings like. Yeah, right, cool. Like so yeah. she literally drew it on the computer. I did. With a pencil, an electric pencil. What world do we live in? It's crazy. When I'm not at all. Wizard. Electric pencils. Electric pencils. Sounds like a song. Wicked then. That's it. Sorted then. I thanks. feel like I've done everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah you have. Yeah, we yeah. Have. We haven't. Then we haven't. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck it, yeah, the matter. It. Uh, we're retired, so we're gonna go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> get involved. They think you know the dudes and just fucking do all that just shit. Do all, do all the shit. You know, we 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 see we do see you when you're doing it. So just get get in there, man. And we'll catch you all next week. Later, everyone. Bye. <laughs>